This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Skinny Pop Popcorn. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Oh, so light and crunchy. Skinny Pop Original Popcorn is the snack you've been searching for. Made with just three simple ingredients, popcorn kernels, sunflower oil, and salt. Snacking never felt or tasted so good. Perfectly popped, endlessly delicious. Give yourself permission to snack and pick up Skinny Pop Original Popcorn today. Happy 2023, everybody, and welcome into Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale here with Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. We hope y'all had a fantastic New Year's. Guys, I know Tom Brady did. How was y'all's New Year? My New Year was great, great, great. great. Mine was better. He did it (laughs) again. He did it again. Did what? And now he's probably going to do it to my Cowboys. In the first round playoff game, please put, save us, Giants, save us. Put 15 cases on it. Oh. I'll put 15 cases in. Cowboys yeah. play the Buccaneers. Cowboys advance. 15 cases. I'm not betting against my team. I'm just scared to death for my team. Man, stop it. <laughs> Once again, gentlemen, Tom Brady looking like what we're used to seeing at the end of the regular season into the postseason. Brady and the Bucks clinching the NFC South yesterday with that 30-24 to win over the Panthers. Brady had 432 passing yards, three touchdowns, gentlemen, 63, 57, and 30 yards to Mike Evans. All right, Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how surprised were you by Brady? Brady in the Bucks. Well, I gave it a 10, um, not by the Bucks, but by Brady's connection with Mike Evans, because through 16 weeks, we saw no indication that this was even possible. On, on passes of 20 air yards, he was three or four for 150 yards and three touchdowns. Coming into the week, he was on had one of those. And that was a 51-yard, if I'm not mistaken, against the Baltimore Ravens. So we saw no indication that something like this was possible because we had not seen it for the first 16 weeks of the season. And then they break out. They finally got 30 points. We have seen no indication of that being possible. They got 31 in a loss, but they lost 41 to 31. And Brady was on. He might have should have had better than that if K. Dotton knew the difference between man and zone. He got upset. <laughs> uh, 41, I forget his name. He was like, Coquette. He's like, where the F is Otten? And then Otten comes in. He's like, well, I should have kept Coquette in the ball game because Otten had a hard. I mean, I, and I saw the play. I, I tweeted, bro, that's a man read. Brady's trying to lead you, and you just turn up and just keep running. And he pulls up. Brady misfires. Brady was extremely upset with that. He tried to hit him on another, and he didn't get his head around quick enough. So Brady could have had more yards than what he did. But what I what I liked about is that about Tom and, and Mike Evans is that they saw an opportunity and they took advantage of the opportunity. And that opportunity was C.J. Henderson. Skip, there's a reason why this young man was the ninth pick in the draft. In one year, in three games, into his rookie into his second season, he was traded for a tight end and a third round pick. Let that sink in for just a second. The ninth pick in the draft was traded for a tight end and I think a second or a third round pick the following season in which he was selected ninth overall. Mm. He was terrible. I don't know what he thought. Mike Evans got everybody with the same move. He lulled him to sleep like I ain't doing nothing. Takes off, throws his hand up. Tom Brady airs it out. Touchdown. 
So that's not that's not on Tampa Bay to like, man, y'all need to pay attention. This is a real game. Don't worry about it. play your technique, do what you're supposed to do. But Tom was sensational yesterday, 432 yards, 34 of 45. Um, and so I don't really know what else to say. Chris Godwin was over 100 yards, but they played well yesterday. And even as well as they played, it still took, what, three, four turnovers in order for them to pull this out. So that's how challenged they are, Skip, to get separation from a team. As great as Brady played yesterday, it still took, what, two interceptions, three interceptions, fumbles? I mean, and, and, and Sam Donald, as great as he was playing, then all of a sudden the second half he started turning the ball over <laughs> and let Tampa get right back in the game, and eventually they won the game. Mm. But Tom and Mike Evans, they deserve a 10 for what they did yesterday. Okay, so the question was about surprise. So for me, the surprise factor was 15 on a scale of 1 to 10 because you picked Carolina to win, and I didn't have any issue with that because I told you I'm going to be surprised if the Bucs do win. Right. Because I couldn't see how they could because every factor on paper indicated that Carolina would win this game. Carolina won at Carolina 21 to 3. 21 to 3. And Carolina is one of the or was one of the hotter teams yeah. in the league, having won three out of four and four out of six. Carolina definitely had one of the hotter defenses in the league under a coach who still deserves to get this job because he is a defensive guru to me, and he has completely changed the way they play football. Yeah. And it looked like several times yesterday they were in complete command of this game, just the way a lot of people expected that they would be. Right. So the point was, here came in Tampa with the worst rushing attack in pro football, and did it get any better yesterday? It still is. (laughs) It was just pathetic. It might have been more pathetic yesterday than it's ever been. And pass rush. They were graded 28th as a pass rush, which is three from the four four from the bottom. Right. Because they they can't rush anybody without Shaq Barrett. And Vita Vea is still limpy, gimpy, coming back in. And they just don't have anybody until the end of the game. Anthony Nelson finally rose and shone and made one play. And Tryon Stoyinka makes a play here or there. But they can't rush the passers. So for the most part, Sam Darnold was just sitting back there with all day and all night to throw, and he was picking them apart, and he still threw for 341 yards. Mm -hmm. So the point was that in the end, I'm sitting over here as a Brady supporter. I'm ashamed by everything I said last week. I'm ashamed by everything I was tweeting early in the game because it looked like all hope was lost. Right. I'm ashamed because I keep saying he's the one man in sports I don't bet against. Right. Yet, I didn't bet against him. I still picked them to win. But I picked them to win 14 to 13 because right. I, I couldn't imagine right. them scoring more than 14 points. And I tweeted when they fell behind 14 to nothing that the best hope they had was to tie it at 14 and go to overtime because I could not imagine how they were going to score 14 because they, they can't protect Brady well enough at this stage and age to get him loose to score more than 14 right. points because Brian Burns is, is serious business, and so is Derek Brown. Right. 
they can flat out rush the passer. And they got him three times, and they hit him seven times. So, so they were getting after him. It, it was the last one that got okay. him upset. He started it got, him, got him really upset. <laughs> they shoved him down. But, but it was that wasn't a penalty. That that I, he I, wanted no, one. Though. I, okay, he wanted one, but that that was classic. You're begging for it, Brady. <laughs> and by the way, he he got so upset that he spiked a ball and got a delay of game late in the game. You cannot <clears throat> excuse yeah. me. You cannot do that. Mm-hmm. But here's the biggest picture of what happened yesterday. On the first day of 23, New Year, Tom Brady went 23, as in Michael Jordan, on the Carolina Panthers in a win or else game, a win or basically go home game. I know that it still wouldn't have been completely over right. if they'd lost, but this, this was for all the marbles, as few a marbles as the NFC South has had. Maybe it's for one marble, yeah, it but is. it's still for the one marble. <laughs> right. And he went Jordan again. And you can say, well, relative to all that he's accomplished, it was just Mickey Mouse right. Jordan. But, but it was still Jordan-esque because he still has as clutch a killer will as we've ever seen in your sport. He still has the capability of just going nuclear when it has to be done. And he did it yesterday against all odds to me because I didn't see it coming, and I'm usually the one who does see it coming. Well, I think the thing is you didn't see it coming because you saw no indication through the first 17 weeks that it was even possible. You you realize Mike Evans had gone 11 straight games. Think about this. 11 games in a row with zero touchdown passes. We have talked and talked and talked to death how for reasons nobody can quite figure out. Tom Brady and Mike Evans have fallen completely apart. They've lost their wavelength. They've lost their chemistry. They've (coughs) lost their rapport. I don't think they hate each other. I don't think anything's going on between them. They just lost connection for reasons I don't know. Brady said after the game, yeah, I missed him a bunch of times. And there were some times, such as the first throw at Carolina, when it hit Mike Evans right in the hands and he just butterfingered it. I don't know why. I, I can't figure it out. Because Mike Evans is better than that, and Tom Brady is better than that, but it had not worked. Yet, clearly, the whole idea yesterday was, screw it. Like, let's just forget about all that didn't happen. Let's make it happen today. I'm going to throw you a whole bunch of footballs, and let's just see if we can figure this back out on the fly. Because you and I are the only hope we have to win this game. Right. And that's the God's truth. That but, was it. But what did we find out early in the week? That J.C. Horn had broken his wrist. He had. He was going to be out. He's yeah. their guy. He's okay. their shutdown guy that could possibly neutralize some of this. Because, Skip, it was, it was the big play that got him right back in the ballgame. It was okay. 14-0. I, I got and it. And the next thing you know. I, I have some respect for C.J. Henderson because I watched him a lot at Florida. I, I got yeah. it. You, you know, he ran in the four threes. He yeah. is a superior athlete. But Skip, Skip, okay, you don't I, trade I the ninth it. pick in the draft okay. one year in three games. I know, and say, but, but, but he's, he's actually played very well this year for that team because he has not been a liability, and he is the one getting all the throws at him all year long because yeah. J.C. Horn is a flat-out stud. Yes. And I will remind you, it was 50-50 even Steven because Carlton Davis, shockingly to me, 
is the best corner by far on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, did not play. Right. He's got some bum shoulder. And when I saw all week he was not practicing, I thought, uh-oh, this is big trouble. So don't don't tell me it's all about J.C. Horn because the Bucs are down their best corner. And I look up and Antoine Winfield is covering the slot the whole day. Yeah. What? Yeah. Did you see 31s in the slot? Yeah, but that, that, but but he, okay, that's, that's he's, he's done that because remember when Murphy Bunning was out? Yeah, He I had to be it. out, so you had to drop somebody down. Okay. But I think the thing is, Skip, what, what, no, I'm not saying that, that Carlton Davis is not valuable, but we saw – we had not seen any big plays out of the Bucks passing game all year long. Okay. And so that's the difference. I'm not saying that that Murphy that uh, uh, Davis is not important because he is. But okay. what have you seen from the Bucks passing game all year? Had you seen anything mm-hmm. like what you saw yesterday? No. And and I kept waiting for Julio to emerge and you warned me he's just never going to be healthy. So he did run a reverse yesterday. It looked like he was running about two miles an hour because <laughs> it was so wide open. It should have gone from 40, and he got whatever it was, 20-ish. Right. And he caught one ball all day because he just no factor. So it comes down to Mike Evans or bust, if you want to know the God's truth. But Chris Godwin had a nice day yesterday. Chris Godwin is a chain mover. He is. He's not the guy, Skip. He's not the guy that's going to send you to the trauma, the trauma unit. He'll paper cut you. He Mike Evans is the guy that sends you to the trauma center because yeah. he's the guy that's going to get over the top of your head. Okay. So, obviously, Carolina takes the football right out of the box and goes 75 yards in six plays. And I sat back and said, oh, this is going to be a long day. Right. This could be embarrassment day because all of a sudden it's 7 to nothing with only 11.39 left in the first quarter. So, here come the Buccaneers. And what happened? They, they get a hold right out of the box on. Guess who? Donovan Smith is finally back at left tackle. He is the most penalized offensive lineman in all of football, and he gets an early hold that sets him back into first and 20 at the Bucks 32. Yeah. And what happens on this play if we could see it? He goes deep, which was a pleasant surprise, to guess who? Mike Evans. And I thought this was a pretty good throw, and Mike Evans just couldn't get his other hand up. I don't know. It looked right. like he hit him right in the breadbasket. And, and I don't know if he couldn't get his left hand up quick enough on the football. But you know what I thought? Here we go again. Like, these guys just don't have any connection. And that's when I sat back and I said, you know what? This is just not going to work. Nah. Because now Brady has a tendency, once that happens, to go away from him. Right. But fortunately, he didn't go completely away from him. So here we go, and they get the ball back, and they—they, they, I mean, they're, they're still going in that drive. And he finally hits Godwin on a big third down throw and gets 24, and they peanut punch and strip him. If we could see the play to Godwin, this was a good throw by Brady. And he gets loose, and he's going for 24 yards. And I think, okay, they're back in business. And then they're not in business. Mm-hmm. So it felt wrong, wrong, wrong. And then all of a sudden they come down. And before I know it, it's 14 to nothing. So this is 7.51 left in the second quarter. And that's when I tweeted, 14 to nothing. I, it, maybe they could tie them and go to overtime. But, <laughs> but what, what, what would you see at that point that would show you the Bucks could score 30 points? Right. And by the way, they scored 30 points with a missed, it was a long field goal, but they missed a field goal, they got a short one blocked, and they missed an extra point. So there's seven points left on the table, and they got to 30. How is that possible? Well, it's because the quarterback says, hey, this is it. This is what I do. This is who I am. I'm going to do this. And right out of the box on, on the next drive, it's first and 10 at their 37. And he throws his best ball of the year to Mike Evans. Yeah. And if we could see the bomb, this, this ball travels almost 60 yards in the air. 
So and the guy is, playing off coverage, I don't know yeah. what he was thinking. Yep. I don't know how you play off coverage and you get that, big this uh, deep. That, that's the other corner. That's uh, Keith Taylor, who's 6'5". And they got him well, on Mike Evans because he he's 6'5". But he see, can't run. He's as tall as Mike Evans is, so they got him. Because all Mike Evans has been doing all year is playing yeah, possession, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Ding, ding, you know, dink and dunk and dink yeah. and dunk and little stop routes and little out routes. Get him in the red zone okay, and get okay, throw the jump ball. Okay, that's what they do. And so Keith Taylor is 6'5". He's a fifth-round pick two years ago. And he's like, I got him, I got him. No, you don't got right. him because they haven't done this all year. And finally, Brady made a really good throw yeah, he, he aired that to, one out. to a guy who used to be a really good receiver. And all of a sudden, I look up and I think, oh, 14 to 7. Well, that, that's not bad. Okay, so – then the Bucs get the ball at the end because Sam Darnold just didn't see the snap. I, I don't know. He wasn't looking, and the ball hits him in the chest, and he loses it. But, but does, okay. it, doesn't that happen to bad quarterbacks? That okay, seems to never you. happen to like thank a Brady you. or a Mahomes or a Burrow. That doesn't happen okay. to them. My problem with Sam Darnold is he has ability, as he displayed often yesterday. Yeah. He will make big mistakes in big games. That was his resume at USC. That's why I did not love him coming out of the draft. He makes too many mistakes. Skip, in a situation like that, the coach will always tell you, yep. son, don't exacerbate a situation. Just, Just follow the, the football. And he That's did not all you've got to do. I agree. And now all of a sudden, he's going to be Patrick Mahomes. No. He's going to be Josh Allen. He's going to pick the ball up. I agree. He's going to run around, and he's going to make something happen. The situation is already bad. Don't make it worse. Okay. I, I got it. So they get the ball at the Carolina 13, and he flips it to Mike Evans and lets him sort of just – it's almost like a screen pad. So right. it's really just a, a quick pass to him, and he, he just bulls for like seven yards. Then Fournette goes for a couple of yards, and all of a sudden on third and one, he tries to hit Kate Otten on a little quick out, and, and he, he's long because he's covered. He, he would just cover. Yeah, you, you miss. Okay. You miss long. You don't right. want to turn it. You, you, it's because you got pick sixable out there. But – so it's fourth and one at the four-yard line. You can still get a first down, and Todd Bowles decides to take the 22-yard field goal. Brady looked like he did not love it. Right. I didn't love it for Brady because I still thought they were going to have a hard time getting to f- even 14 right. points, and I thought this is a golden opportunity, and it showed me Todd Bowles is saying to the GOAT quarterback, no, nah, I, I don't really trust you in this situation, and it it was disturbing to me because I thought Brady might sort of go in the tank a little bit over it. Like he, he might just say, okay, if you don't trust me, then I don't trust us. I do understand Todd Bowles way of thinking, Skip. Points have been a premium. It's so hard for them to get points, Skip. I, I, Todd Bowles like, bro, I'm down here. I got to take whatever I can get. I got to get as much water as I can. You say they can't run the football. Yep. Do you trust them turning around and handing it off to Leonard Fournette no. or, or the other kid? I don't either. No. And so and now, it, was, it was a little too long to sneak it because, right. as we saw later in the game, he is the greatest quarterback sneak runner ever, and you, you've made the point all year. He doesn't want to do it anymore. Well, this is for all the marble. Right. Maybe it's yeah. just one marble, but it's yeah. for the marble. This is your right? division titles on the line. Although okay. Jalen Hurst might say, though, that's my title okay. now, I'm the All best right. quarterback sneak guy. Okay, I, I don't know. Brady is really – he's weirdly really good at At 6'4", he gets so low, right. and he finds a tiny little space right. underneath the center, and he just powers what, it. What Jalen Hurst is fine. Jalen Hurst, they, 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 they do the rugby scrub. They do the rugby scrub. These guys don't do the rugby nah. scrub. They just let Brady do it by himself. The point is they take the field goal, and it's 14 to 10, and I'm thinking, boy, this doesn't feel right to me. Now we get to, to open the second half. They do get the ball, and Todd Bowles said, well, I knew we had, at least we were going to get the football. Right, right? Yeah, we get some points, okay. and we get the ball coming out of the half. All right, so now we get the two plays in question that you brought up. The, 
that drove Br- uh, Brady crazy in this situation because <laughs> the first one's second nine at the 37 right out of halftime, and he throws it to Coquif. And if we could see this, we got back-to-back we tight gonna, end play. Are we going to be able to see Brady's lip? <laughs> Can we lip read what Brady? Could. This is to Coquif, and he hits him right in the hands. I don't know. He wasn't even looking for the ball. You could say maybe he threw it too hard. I don't know. You just have to catch the ball because you have a step, and you might right. be able to get eight yards. And Brady was not happy, and you could see he was saying something like that. He's lucky that he didn't get picked because he threw it so hard that Karam Skip, a lot of times guys, uh, balls like that get picked. It went to nowhere, luckily. And then now we got the third and nine at the 37, and they're going to make this this first down, as you tweeted, if Kate Otten doesn't just sit. There's no one out there. There's no one out there for him to sit. Here we go with the next play. It's the very next play to Kate Otten on third and nine. Oh, I think we don't have that one. But anyway, he just sat. I know Brady lost it. Okay. What's that? Oh, he lost lost it. Yeah, he lost his mind is what he (laughs) He lost. Okay. So here we go again. And it, it almost looked like. Sam Darnold had him on the deep throw to Sean Murphy bunting, you know, that, that yeah. he intercepted yeah. down near the goal line. Yeah. Because if, if you get this ball up and you make this throw, I, I don't know if they can come back. Right. But he picked it off and it gave them a little bit of a stay of execution down at the goal line because he's thrown it from the 45. He just but, didn't get the ball up. But, but here's the thing, though, yep. Skip. He hitches. you yep. got to let this ball go. Look what he does. Yep. Why are you taking yep. those two hitches? Yep. you got to take that ball five steps and let it go. He just didn't get it there. And it's just a reprieve is all it was because then they get their 26-yard field goal blocked. That was after going 90 yards and 15 plays. And that's why I said, okay, this isn't going to work today. And would you believe that Sam Darnold then goes 91 yards in seven plays and made the throw of the game to Shai Smith, I thought, was the 19-yard touchdown pass? It was really big-time good. And that made it 21 to 10. 21 to 10. He threw a dart. Yeah, he threw a dart. He, he put a little mustard on this. And, and he the one threw he it kind of flat And the one he threw to D.J. Moore, Skip, to get yeah. up 14 nothing. Yeah. He know, dropped that good. one in the bucket, it too, now. Good. No, it was good. I told you, 341, he made a bunch of good throws here. And he made a bunch of big mistakes. Yes. Okay, at 21 to 10 early in the fourth, I'm saying, there's just no way. Right. Like, I, I, I don't even know if the GOAT could even sniff this mm-hmm. one. And what does he do? It's four plays after that throw by Sam Darnold. He hits Mike Evans again. Who, who has actually inside leverage on this throw, so he leads him inside left a little bit, and this is the second touchdown but Mike, pass. Mike Evans sandbagged him, pretend like he he's did. walking off the line this, of scrimmage and, and just takes off. And by the way, this is third and six, third and six at the 43. He sandbagged him because they're looking for some possession route. Yeah, underneath. exactly. Yep. Looking for something quick. Yep. And boom. He leads him inside and hits him right in stride. And all of a sudden I look up and it's 21-16 because they go for two and miss because they can't score in the red zone at all. Usually the, the, <clears throat> Tom Brady was known before this year as the greatest red zone passer in the history of the yeah. game. But he had Gronk and he had A.B. and he had Edelman and Amendola and he had all these players that he trusted to run the kind of routes that he likes to throw. I thought Mike Evans was trustable down there, but he can't seem to find Mike Evans in right. the red zone at all. Okay, so here we go again, and they hold Carolina for once and make them punt. And finally, what was I banging the table for over here all week? you got to go no huddle. So they finally go no huddle, and this is mid-fourth quarter. So you finally go no huddle, and they go 92 yards in eight plays, and yet it was first and 10 at the 30. And and this might be Brady's best throw of the day, actual – 
best pure pass of the day is the 30-yarder. It's a pump and go. And he drops it like Santa right down the chimney. Really a good throw. And not by CJ Henderson actually played this pretty well. Pretty well. He couldn't find the football. But you 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 have to drop that one in perfectly, and he did. So now you're three for three in your last three, yeah. Mike Evans. If you go back and look, when he put my uh, uh Chris Godwin, I think, is running, yeah. he he throws his hand up because he already knows that's CJ Henderson and we got he did, it. He, did. he didn't even look it. Nope. He just puts his hand up in there, one hand up in there, like, yeah, we got it. I don't know, CJ, bro. Hey, you might need to find a new line of work if you can't do any better than what you're doing. My God. So all of a sudden, they're up 24 to 21, and then the aforementioned Anthony Nelson strip sacks Sam Darnold, and they get the ball back, and finally Brady sneaks it over, and it's 30 to 21. It got a little crazy late because the kid from Georgia, the rookie punter, Mm -hmm. Jake Camarda, had to make a play on a low snap, and he made the play. Yeah. He scooped it. He ran left. Todd Bowles said he'd never seen a punter make that athletic of a play. I've seen punters run and kick it right. on the run before. But, but, Skip, if you think about it, he short stops it he on did. the hop. That's the best <laughs> that, part that, of the that, play. Yeah, because yes. that ball could go anywhere. Now, all of a sudden, you got a different ball game. Because look how he, Skip, yep. he gets it, yep. takes off. Now, he's running away from his dominant foot, Skip. Okay. He's a right-footed. No, he ran so you expect- wrong foot. I mean, it wasn't wrong-footed. It was wrong way. Wait, you expect him to be able to run right and kick it. But he's running what, left. What I expected was somebody to block it, but nobody <laughs> got their hand on it. And he kicked it all the way down to, like, the four-yard yes. line. But there was an illegal man downfield, yeah, which was fine with me because you, you get to re-kick it. Re-kick it. And he kicks it 42 yards. And basically, that yeah. was yeah. that. Right. Okay. So, in the end, the best thing the defense did – which did surprise me was, as you know, Carolina over the last six games has averaged 187 yards rushing. So the best thing they did was they held them to 74 yards rushing. So at least that kept you afloat, kept you in the game. Well, that's what, see, you needed to be able to run the ball to keep Brady because once Brady gets into a rhythm, the thing you want to do is keep his butt on the sideline. Well, you couldn't run the football. No. And then if you got a couple of incompletions, he's going to be right back on the field. So now he tempos you. Because, like you said, they went hurry up, and so now he's in a rhythm. And that's the one thing you don't want a quarterback to do is to get a rhythm, especially that quarterback. That and quarterback. for all intents and purposes, the game was over. Whew. And yet the Buccaneers managed to score 30 points while running 25 times for a grand total of 67 mm-hmm. yards. It's just pathetic. Yeah, it's, that, it's under get, three get, yards. Get, get, they're not going to run. They're not gonna they be just like, can't run. No. They're I, not, not going to be like the 72 Dolphins. They're not going to be like the Ravens when oh. Lamar won the, won the MVP and they ran for over 3,000 yards. That's not who this team is. If you're going to go anywhere in the playoffs, it's going to be on Brady's arm. Okay. It's not going to be on Fournette and, and uh, yet. The, White's leg. Yeah, it's the, not going to be on White. White. Yeah. The last time I did see the Bucks run the ball very successfully was, ironically and frighteningly, was on opening <laughs> Sunday night at Jerry World, yeah. right? That's the last time I saw any semblance of a dominant running game that Brady has actually ridden. When they went to the Super Bowl, it was playoff Lenny because right. he was running like a wild man. Right. Okay. But that's not what they are anymore. No, it's not who they are. Whew. Brady headed to the postseason, gentlemen, for the 14th consecutive season. Whew. All right. Speaking of impressive, we see you, Jair Alexander, holding Justin (laughs) Jefferson to just one catch yesterday. Plus, hey, Skip, what's the best playoff scenario for your Cowboys? Let's break down those two subjects (laughs) when we come back right here on Undisputed.
When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right, Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me, that's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Jair Alexander backed up all that smack talking. Remember, he called Justin Jefferson's week one game a fluke. Well, yesterday he held the Vikings receiver to just one, one catch in the Packers' 41-17 demolition. After the game, Alexander called out Skip and Shannon, guys. Uh-oh, take a listen. Until Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, they need to, you know, watch what they say when they talk about me. You feel me? That's what they need to watch what they put out. Talking about he a good corner, great corner. <laughs> He's just taking names all over the place, keeping Ooh. receipts. All right, Shannon, what's your response to Jair? Hey, why, why you picking on the debate host? But I ain't bothered nobody. I'm just up here doing my job. <laughs> I said you're a good corner. You got to play. You talk. I said, I ain't got no problem with the man talking. But now you talking, you got to back it up. Yep. You backed it up. He did. I ain't got no beef with you, bro. I don't want no smoke. Mm. You played unbelievable. Yep. The Packers' defense played unbelievable. They did. And again, the Vikings' offense picked up was the most inopportune time. <laughs> The defense terrible, Skip. They ain't going nowhere. Mm. You can't give up 40 points to Green Bay on the road. You can't give up 40 points at home to the Cowboys. You give up another 34 points to the Detroit Lions. You see, if these games are not nip-tuck, they get blown, get blown away. Give the, Cow- the Cowboys, give the Packers defense credit. They did an unbelievable job. They had a game plan of how they wanted to attack Cousins in this passing game offense. Mm. But it also didn't help them that Cook couldn't get run, couldn't get going running the football mm. because a lot of what they do is off play action. Well, Skip, you can't run the football. I ain't taking no fake. Hell, you ain't going nowhere. What you no. what you sticking it? What you faking it for? Mm. So now I get to drop in my zones. Jair, you had an unbelievable game. You played extremely well, and you needed to play extremely well in order for them to have a chance for your team to have a chance to win. But I still don't believe Justin Jefferson week one was a fluke. The man has seventeen hundred yards. So even if I take that eight fifty, that uh, one hundred and eighty four yards away from him. He's still leading the NFL in receiving yards. Yep. So it's not his season is not a fluke. So you played well, deservedly so. You get to pat yourself on the back. Your teammates should pat themselves on the back. Yep. You played phenomenal. Okay. I agree. I don't mind him calling us out because he walked his talk. Yeah. 
I will say, if you remember my response to your response on Friday, I said, well, I liked everything that he said up to the word fluke. Right. Because he was trying to make the case, which I appreciated. He he doesn't wear a Superman suit. He okay. said a super, super suit, suit. But, but Superman. It's like he doesn't go in a phone booth and change into a Superman suit. He's just a man like I'm just a man. Right. I don't have a Superman suit right. either, but we're just men. So he was trying to say he's not supernatural. Right. You know, like right. like like he, the Samuel Jackson kind of think of the and, and the uh the uh, the Incredibles. Mm-hmm. Where's my super suit? Okay. All right. There you go. <laughs> but the point is, he he was on to something because you can't hold this human down, this number 18 yeah. for the Minnesota Vikings, because I've watched him get held down before. Right. It wasn't a fluke what he did because he's had, if that was a fluke, then he's had a whole bunch but of flukes. Fl- right? Yeah, he, he fluky. He's yeah. fluking everywhere, <laughs> right? And he's not fluky. Right. He's really good. Yes. But he is tameable. He is controllable. Right. He, he is beatable. And to Jair's credit, the, the first game, as we pointed out, there were times when even Justin Jefferson admitted, I lined up and I'd look around like, wait, nobody's covering me? Kirk, throw right. me the football. Right. Well, Jair, for the, the, in the big difference from first game to this game was he traveled with him and he just said, I got him. Right. I got him. I got him. I got him. And he was all over him. He caught one ball for 15 yards. And then at one point when he went over and broke one up, he did his signature dance on him. Well, I, I'm, I'm good with that yeah. as long as you can back it up. Right. And he backed it up yeah. all day and all night long. And yet, I also told you there's something weird about Justin Jefferson to me. And again, he is a great player. I, and I'll throw that word around loosely, mm-hmm. but he has already proven to be a great National Football League player. But he runs a little hot and cold. And I don't know that he has the supreme self-confidence that I see in some of the other receivers like a Devontae or Every, any of the, the big – or Jamar Chase. Let me tell you what okay. it is, Skip. If you look at his directly affected by Cousins, what did Cousins do against the Cowboys? Absolutely nothing. Yeah. What did he do yesterday? Absolutely nothing. Three interceptions, a strip sack by Kenny Clark. Four turnovers. So, so that's Skip. And so now the Packers are back-to-back games of at least four, four takeaways. Yep. That's the, that, the one thing that those other guys that you mentioned, the Jamar Chase, yep. Joe Burrow doesn't flinch. No. Other, other receivers, they don't flinch. Yep. And so as long as your quarterback doesn't flinch, I feel confident that I don't yep. have to speed up anything like, or like I don't have to the, do anything. Devontae, especially in Green Bay, he didn't flinch either. He had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay. And and you see yesterday uh, 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 Stidham standing in there, and you see Devontae be Devontae. He he was. He was because Stiddy (laughs) was was taking some shots in the face and and flinging it. Yes. Okay. I did watch my Dallas Cowboys the last two times against Justin Jefferson. It was the Cooper Rush game up there on Sunday night a year ago. Mm Mm-hmm. He caught in that game, he got four targets and he caught two for 21. This year at Minnesota, again, the final score was 40 to three Dallas, but he got five targets and he caught three for 33. He was human. He was vincible as opposed to invincible, right? right? Because there are days when Kirk Cousins gets hot that I told you, he just kind of looks for wherever the purple 18 is and he just throws it kind of in his direction. Well, he was not hot yesterday. And when he's not hot, they're a bad football team because I look at some of the things that have happened to them this year, not to mention what happened yesterday, 41 to 17. 
My team did a 40 to 3 on Kirk Cousins yeah. up there. 40 to 3. Right. And then at Detroit, it was pretty much a wipeout. It was 34 to 23. And then at Philadelphia, it was 24 to 7. That was early right. in the year. But my point is, well, even Indy, Indy didn't have enough firepower to sustain. But but remember, it's 33 to nothing at halftime. 33 to nothing? Yeah, the offensive line isn't good. Ooh. And then they lose two more starters early they in the ballgame. So now Green Bay says, okay, your offensive line wasn't, begin, wasn't good to start the game. Now you got backups in early in the game. Let's get out there. This is the first time, this is the first time since 2016 that Green Bay have had back-to-back games of at least four takeaways. Mm. So that just goes to show you they're doing something that they haven't done in a very long time. And that and so now I can attack you already said, I don't I, I don't just have the utmost confidence in cousins. Cause I, I see a guy that's that's overachiever, that's underconfident. And so now That's exactly who he is. And so you see how Green Bay started to attack him. And so now Jefferson is getting more frustrated and more yep. frustrated because I'm not getting the ball. Yep. I've gone a whole quarter and y'all ain't throw me not one tar- I ain't got one target. So now they know Jair knows I got him now. He's yep. frustrated. And so even the ball comes his way. He's so focused on beating me that now yep. he loses concentration. Okay. I got it. My, my final takeaway on Justin Jefferson is he seems like a really nice kid to me. Yeah. Almost nice to a fault because he doesn't have supreme self confidence. Like arrogant, you, you almost have to. You, you know how wide. Well, no, I, know, about, I think he does because he said uh, he said Devonte Adams currently is the best receiver. Yeah. But after this season, I'm going to be the best receiver. Yeah. You don't I, say. I don't you, seem, his body language doesn't speak that way. Well, to I, me. I think yesterday. I think his body language yesterday because. But maybe he's just was, a product. He's he's a prisoner of Kirk Cousins. Well, most, most receivers are. Well, I mean, you know, you, you, it's you, the ultimate dependent position. You can't throw it to yourself. Look at what Mahomes is doing to the receivers that he has. Skip, he ain't got no guys that, you know, that's going to make the Pro Bowl. Except that, for Kelsey. Kelsey. Yeah. But look at, I mean, look at what he's doing. He's 5,000 yards yeah. with Juju, and Juju cannot run me. Mm. And Scantlin, who Green Bay said, nah, we good. And they got Kadarius Tony, who the Giants had given up on. Sky Moore has really never materialized into the offensive threat that I they see, thought he would. I see little you flashes. See, yeah, yep. you see potential. Yep, I do. It, but the quarterback okay. can change everything. Kirk Cousins had a QBR of 10 yesterday. It was, was that high? I was going to say, that was actually being nice <laughs> yeah. to Kirk Cousins. That must have been his to, cousin that was to yeah, do, giving, I, him, I, giving that grade. I think you're right. To me, Minnesota is fraudulent. Yeah. To me, I don't trust them. I don't fear them. And they will be one and done. Easy. And they're going to get a home play. I, I assume, yeah. They're yeah, they're going to play because they're going to yeah. win the yeah. division. Yeah. Well, right now, yeah. they're the third seed. Yeah. So I don't know okay. who the we'll sixth seed is. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but they're the third seed because the 49ers are the two seed. And obviously, still right now, the Eagles are the one seed. Okay. So, yeah, I, I agree with you, Skip, because the thing is, is that if you get it, that offensive line is so bad and you attack Cousins. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, now let's flip it around and look at the other side. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, here come the Packers. Out of nowhere, and Aaron's kind of full of himself after the games. and you know, he's, he never lost confidence. Yeah, and, and he says, uh, I can see it. I didn't say anything this time, but I, I, I saw we had that three-game stretch. Remember, they had three big games yeah. in a row against Philadelphia, Dallas, and Tennessee. Right. And, and he said, I knew if we could just get one of them, and we'd get back on a roll, and we could pull this thing off. Well, you needed about 20 ways of help to pull exactly, this thing exactly, off at exactly. four and eight. But it looks like they're going to pull it off because all they have to do now is beat Detroit. No, 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 Detroit, Detroit, yeah. Skip, Detroit's offense, Whew. now they can put points on the board. Now, their defense leaves a lot to be desired because they're at the bottom tier as far as points allowed and yep. yards allowed. Yep. But their offense, 
Whew. Oh man, Jerry Goff is dealing. He has receivers that can that can catch it. And yep. Swift, he can run it and catch it. Jamal Williams, he's a touchdown machine. Yep. So they're better offensively than people think. And I know Skip, uh, I think they got like eight. 30-point games, which is a record uh, uh, for them and yeah. uh, uh, for the Lions. Yep. So offensively, they're good. This is not going to be – Dan Campbell has breathed a, a, a toughness yeah. and a physicality yes. in Detroit. So this impressive. is not the same Detroit skill that plays in the dome and that's going to come outside and be no. – No. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's put something inside of them. They, they, they're not going to go quietly in the night. Green, Green Bay's going to have the hands full with this team. Okay, this will be a good one, but Green Bay will win this game. Okay, yeah. Because they're just too good. They got too much. And by the way, those young receivers that Aaron wouldn't work with in the OTAs. They're growing up. They're pretty good. Yeah. But Skip, it was yesterday, that run game. Aaron Jones again. He, he's just, I, I've always Skip, said. Skip, you ain't expected to win too. no game. Aaron Rodgers threw for a buck 59. I know. You, you, you're like, oh, if Aaron thought, man, we had Aaron Rodgers, 159. Okay. And you get you lose 41, what, the 41, 10, 41, whatever. The, they got 41 with yep. Aaron Rodgers throwing for a buck 60. Yep, they did, 41 to 17 in the end. The point is, biggest picture for the Green Bay Packers, I am pretty sure, given all the intel that I have, that the Packers at 4-8 and eight were hopeful of moving on from Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. However, they could move on, and there was a lot of talk about should Jordan Love start to get a few snaps, right. let's see what we got, right. because we saw a flash. Yeah, I didn't okay. think they could get back in this game. Okay. I did, and I said, hey, let, 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 the, let the guy okay. get in there and do it. So smug, condescending Aaron Rodgers is now back in control in, in yeah. Green Bay because he's holding them hostage one more time. You know good and well. You're not moving on from you Aaron Rodgers. You, you make can't. the playoffs. How can you do that? <laughs> if you make the playoffs, you, you can't say, oh, we're done. No, you, you, you can't justify right. it. You, you don't have the right excuse he, to say it's time to go. He, Skip, he might, be, he might have went to that beach and drunk some cat blood because this joke got nine lines. Because hey. every time Green Bay try to bury him, mm. That joke come up out that casket like the Undertaker. Mm. And he like, uh-uh, don't throw, the, can't throw no dirt on me. Y'all threw dirt on me, and I grew. I grew right up out the ground. So here he is again. Got $50 million coming to him next year in 2023. Uh, maybe I have to try some of that IU. <laughs> nah, I'm good. You they sell here. any of that at GNC? I don't think they do. No, I don't think they do either. Uh, but tell me how it is. Okay. All right. Way to go, Aaron. That, that could make for a very interesting episode of Undisputed, <laughs> yeah. Skip. All right. This game certainly set Justin Jefferson back in his chase for Calvin Johnson single-season receiving yards record. Yeah, he still needs 194 yards now with one week to go. All right, Skip, as it stands right now, your Mm. Cowboys will be facing the aforementioned Tom Brady and the Bucs in Tampa also in the wild card round. Dallas can still win the NFC East with a victory and an Eagles loss this weekend. If they win the division and the 49ers beat the Cardinals. A lot of ifs there. Dallas will be placed as a second seed and host the seventh seed, which would most likely be the Seahawks or the Packers. All right, Shannon, so many different scenarios. What's the best case playoff one for Skip's Cowboys? Best case scenario for me is that the Eagles lose, the 49ers lose, and there's the Cowboys right there, prime picking to get the number one seed, and they Cowboy. And they lose. You would love that. I love that. I love that. No, actually, the best scenario for them is the five seed and play Tampa because Tampa doesn't possess the firepower that that I don't – see, I I think – Sunday was an anomaly. That's an outlier. Everything that I had seen up until Sunday, nothing told me Sunday was possible. Mm. So I'm, not, I'm just going to base it on what I've seen this entire season from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is an ideal matchup. Now, look, 
I don't, I don't, like I said, I don't know if you want to be the fives. I don't know if you can, how do you play Minnesota? I would love to play Minnesota, but they can't drop down low enough, Skip. They can't go down to the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. They're implanted. They're, they're, they're in, they're in uh, um, etched in stone yep. Yep. in the five spot. So now it all depends. If Philly, if let, let's say if, if, if Philly loses and then Cowboys loses, that means 49ers goes. The 49ers could easily get to the, you know, to the one spot. Because all they got to do is beat Arizona, who's on their backup to the backup to the backup, backup. to the backup. They, they will beat Arizona. <laughs> they will beat Arizona. So they theoretically get the one seed skip. Yep. But I think all things being equal, there's a lot of scenarios. If the Eagles do this, if the 49ers do that, and yada, yada, yada. Cowboys in the five spot and deal with Tampa. Mm. Your defense should be able to feast. Micah, so if I'm the Cowboys, I might. And you know the skip, you see what the NFL did? They didn't announce any times. Because they, they don't want because they don't want nobody they don't want nobody pocket they don't want nobody watching because they know well I can't inc- I can't move up or down I ain't playing nobody and the NFL doesn't want that mm. so well, they, pretty soon they're gonna have to give up the time and, and right? they, they say hey, we don't know what time we let y'all know like Friday <laughs> okay well it could do in Dallas because. Dallas needs to know what Philly's doing before Dallas decides to rest or not. Right, right? exactly. And that, we'll see, but that's what the NFL is trying to prevent, Skip. You know, before, they're like, oh, such and such play, well, we're going to rest our guys. Mm. Nah, the NFL said, no, we don't want that to happen. So I think all things being equal, Cowboys in the five spot, deal with the deal with the uh, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the four spot, four spot, four plays, five, and then I like where I like where I'm situated. Okay. Because you want to try to skip if, if all things being equal. I really would like to try to avoid the Eagles until at least the championship game. And that way, right. you know, and, and play maybe go to the 49ers or something like that. But I'm really trying to stay away from the Eagles. Uh, not all the marbles. Are to the, there, there's a heap of pressure on the Eagles, Skip. There's a, there's a heap of pressure Agreed. on them. Because, so now, hey, Micah, you can tell that's not a system. No. Jalen Hurts. You know he, he looks worse and <laughs> yeah. worse. Yeah. Jalen Hurts. Can can, I don't think Jalen Hurts is scoring 10 points. No. Okay, to your first point, the Eagles are reeling. Yeah. It's, it's no done deal that they're going to win the division or the one seed, but then that depends upon the Giants. They go who rest. already clinched, and it looks like they're going to rest unless they decide, let's just go ahead and play for a while and see what happens. Daniel Jones has come of age or come of something. I don't, really I don't well. know, but he, he, that, that may have been his best game of his life yesterday Yeah, because he ran as well as he threw, threw it. it. Yeah. So uh, I guess it was left of the Colts. Okay, I, Skip, I think that. they quit a long time ago. I think you're right, and, <laughs> and that's probably going to be the end of Jeff Saturday. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to be a quote-unquote candidate, but he, he's not going to be Jeff Sunday anymore. No. Okay, so – the Giants have no reason to play hard or play to win this game except to maintain their momentum. But it is a, a deep, long-lasting, from-the-trenches kind of NFC East rivalry. So it's possible they just say, let's just go play. Right. The point is, will Jalen Hurts now finally play? Well, oh, he playing. has to. Yeah, he he yeah, just has absolutely. no choice. Yeah. Is he hurt worse than we think? I don't know because I can't get off the fact – that after he got hurt at Chicago, he threw for 110 yards right. and ran for a, a, a touchdown and a two-point conversion. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ran for a big third down. I, I, it, it's just hard for me to make two plus two equal you're that hurt. Right. But he apparently is, and they didn't want to risk it for two games, and now they're in some trouble. Skip, they ain't got no choice. Trouble. Yeah. They, they don't have a choice. 
I mean, they 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 were hoping and they played well enough. They were playing well enough until Gardner Minshew to, to revert them. it back to Gardner Minshew. He did. And you start even against the Cowboys. Skip minus the four turnovers. The Eagles win that ball game. Easy. And then yesterday yep. they're getting back into the ball game. Yep. And he hits Lattimore right in the chest and pick six. And the game, for all intents and purposes, is over. Yep, I agree. It's not good when when you start to doubt yourself, especially on defense this late in the season. Yeah. So do I think that Jalen Hurts could rise and shine and win this game? Yes, I do. So I, I'm pretty sure the Eagles are going to win the division and win the one seed. Right. The, the alternative to that, just for the record, would be what if somehow we do win at Washington and win the, the division in the one seed? It, I don't – I doubt we'd win the one seed. San Francisco's got the tiebreaker. But if we win the division, there's a scenario whereby we would have to face Aaron Rodgers right. at Jerry World. Right. Well, this is damned if you do or don't because I don't love that. But you know what? I would take that. This, this is just me. I would take that over at Brady. I really? Would. Okay. Give, I, give, me, give me what Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have done to your team in the play. You, I don't think you've ever been. Have you ever? You, you, did, you did. Back in the uh, mid-90s when you play, beat the uh, Packers in the playoffs. Beat them in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But normally when, when Brett Favre was there, you, you guys you know, beat him. We beat him regularly. Yeah. yeah. But early on and the Dads didn't no, catch it no. and Aaron comes to uh, uh, after you had beat them in the regular season in yeah. 2016. That's correct. I don't think. You sure you, sure you want Aaron Rodgers? Okay, here's my part. Again, I believe in Brady because I think you should believe in his resume. Right. Because it's the GOAT resume. Yeah. And what he did yesterday horrified me because I didn't see it coming. And he took the game over in reverse of how I thought he would. I thought if they're going to win, he needed to front run and just say, we got this. We're going to just put you guys away. And you're going to quit. You're going to give it up because we're going to show you out of the box we're better. Right. Now they're down 14, and right. then they're down 21 to 10. Right. And he kept answering by throwing to Mike Evans. And I keep harking back to opening night. What did it foretell? Well, that was Dak's worst game of the year, right. and it's not even close. Right. He stunk in that game, right. and then he got hurt in that game and was gone for five right. games, right? Yes. The Bucs would have a lot of confidence, I believe, playing against Dallas. And Fox Bet already makes the Bucs a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, you, you get three-ish for right. home field, so you could say Dallas is still slightly favored. But I thought maybe Dallas would go in there like six- or seven-point favorite. But let me ask you this, Skip. Given what we know now, do you feel as confident about the Bucs' defense as you did opening the season? I don't. Okay, I, I hear all of the above. But let me... Let me just read you a quick quote. Okay. This is from Anthony Nelson, who did have a big sack yesterday. He's yeah. a decent player. He's right. about all they have as a pass rusher. He and Tryon Stoyinka. Okay, this is from Anthony Nelson after the game yesterday, and it sums up who they are and why they scare me to death. He says, it's almost like a sick joke because you're just sitting on the sideline 14 to nothing down, and you're like, 12 will do something, meaning Brady. Right. He'll figure it out. And eventually, maybe it's not that quarter. It's a quarter later. He starts making a couple plays. It's tied up. It's a close game. And, and that really motivates us as a defense because we know even when it's 14 to nothing, if we can hold them, 12 in the offense will get us back in the game. Right. Well, I believe that's, that yeah. does fuel the defense. But here's the thing. Yes. If, if, he said, well, if. Against the 49ers, you couldn't no, hold them. No. Against, against Kansas City, no. you couldn't hold them. So that's the thing, Skip. Granted, coming into the season, we just knew 
Man, they're healthy. Everybody's there. That's the best the Bucks defense has looked from start to finish the entire season. Have they played well in stretches? Yes. Have they played well for a quarter? Have they played well for a half? Yes. But for an entire game, the best they've looked this year was against, was against the, your Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that the Cowboys can do that a lot of other teams can't is that they have multiple guys that can go get Brady. Really, yesterday, only Panther had Brian Burns. Okay. You still got Armstrong. You still have Derek Dillon. Brown is an absolute he, load, he, but he's not a pass rusher. Right. But, you, but yeah. you look at what you got Williams, kid. You got Fowler. You got D-Law. You got Michael. You got Armstrong. Okay. And, yeah, remember, Micah does have a club on his yeah. right hand now. He's got a big old cast. Yeah, he and, does. And I don't know what yeah, it is. Got, they got, don't say it. We I, call it a drumstick. Drumstick. You got a drumstick. Okay. <laughs> he, he played very well with yeah. the drumstick, but it, I but thought. It, but, Skip, it's hard. Because you want to be able to do this, can't. And, I, and I can't, I can't grab. No. So basically, I'm out there. There's a reason why there's not have been a whole lot of one. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Shaquem Griffin yeah. had a, had a but, but Skip, he no, wasn't hard, a, man. He wasn't an every down player. Well, you're literally fighting with one with, hand yeah, tied behind exactly. your back. Exactly. And this is a very difficult game with two hands, yeah. with two of everything. Yeah. Okay. That scares me. But there's something about Brady. He's Michael Jordan in an incredibly misleading package because you look at him and you say, him, he can't do this. And there are times he looks awkward and very unathletic, especially at age 45. But to me, he continues to be the ultimate wolf in sheep's clothing Yeah. because you, you look at him and you say, how does he do this? And then he did that yesterday. He was really good yesterday. And you can't question his arm talent. There's no arm decline. He can still wing it. Right. He can throw it with right. the best of them. But it looked like he'd lost a little pocket nerve. But, oh, yeah. but yesterday, he was like, damn the torpedoes. He was taking more shots yesterday because it's time to go. You're either going to do it or you're going to go home. And he said, I don't want to go home yet. And they reported, I think ESPN reported before the game, he, he invited the whole congregation of all of his siblings and yeah. all of his relatives, right. they had a big group at the game. Right. And the report from ESPN said that it, the, the, it wasn't like he's going to retire. He, he wanted them there because he was going to win the division. Like right. he wanted his family around him when he won. It's a hat and T-shirt game, as right. you know. Yeah. And they won the hat and the T-shirt. And for him, it was a big deal because the degree of difficulty is very high. Well, I got to tell you, I think he would be licking his chops for the Dallas Cowboys. They should be licking the chops okay? for I, I got because that. Because guess what, Skip? I, now, you, an offense, a, a defensive line that doesn't rush the quarterback particularly well, Dak should have all the time. You should. And so you now you, you got CD, who's yep. coming of age. Yeah, and by the way, they have some great blitzers on the Tampa defense. And for it's whatever reason, Todd, Todd Bowles says, I don't want to do it right, right. now. Remember, Winfield got Winfield, a sack yeah, yesterday yeah. because he can blitz. Yeah, I, I don't know what's Sam Donald. The dude, the dude uh, he, he, he left he from, left from Clearwater. I mean, geez. I, I know. Took, you I know, you I still didn't see him. You, you didn't see him. I, I got it. But the, they don't come after you as much as they used. Todd Bowles, back in the day, he was a blitz maniac. He Third down, he'll come yeah. get you, Skip. Or, or if you're getting – like he tried to keep you out of field goal range, he'll come get you. But he's, yeah. very, he's very judicious when and where he blitzes on the field. But I still believe, Skip, the best scenario for you guys – and I know Aaron Rodgers has not had the greatest success in the playoffs. He has against you guys. He's had tremendous success in the playoffs against you guys. He's, <laughs> well, had, he's had tremendous <laughs> success in the regular season against right. us guys. So 
I, I think Tampa. I think Tampa would be the ideal matchup for you guys because well, on, I believe on paper it's almost like a gimme. But right. but I thought Carolina was a gimme for Carolina. Do, let me ask you a question. Do you believe your defense is better than Carolina's? Listen, they had really gotten hot. I think it's a little better because yeah. now I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Diggs. The Diggs has to be careful because they'll double move. Him. They will. Now, Tom Brady's looking to double move somebody. Hey, you're not just gonna be sitting on his routes. Remember, somebody, it's that Nashawn Wright, who's a second-year guy, and, and he's over there on somebody. Uh, it's either Godwin or Mike Evans. Uh, he's tall. He's 6'4". So will they say, you take Mike Evans? Well, no, 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 no. I'll, I'll, I'll put Diggs on Evans. I'm not worried about Chris. Chris, Chris Godwin doesn't run deep routes. Chris Godwin he, is a slot receiver. I just don't he, think he runs well at all. <laughs> he's going to run the under route. Yep. Outside the number, he's running under routes. He's going to run a little dig, something like that. But I'm not playing. So I'm going to play him, look at that formation, looking at film, how many times have you seen them throw the ball to Godwin down the field, Skip? They just Outside don't. the numbers. They just don't. Remember, it, they were desperate one game back, and he just flung one to him in yeah. the end zone, just right. said, I'm going to throw you a 50-50 ball. Maybe you can go up and but snatch he, it. But he did that from the slot. He did. Outside the numbers? Nope. There are only certain. Nope. So I'm going to play for that. Yep. Okay. I hope you're right about this would be almost a mismatch on paper. Yeah. But the odds makers, or at least Fox Bet, are saying, no, we, we're going to give Brady's playoff resume the advantage over right. Dak's playoff resume because Dak's won one playoff game. The thing that Brady's concerns, won a few. The thing that right? concerns me is what? Your guys turn yep. the ball over a bunch. And he, he just doesn't have one turnover. And you know you cannot Can't turn the ball over multiple times Cannot in a playoff it. game, especially against that guy. He's made a living He's of beating the brakes off people yep. for turning the ball over. He make them pay the ultimate yep. price. Okay, so I've got Dallas going to the NFC Championship game, but I told you on Friday, and you can scoff all you want, Brady scares me more than San Francisco or Philadelphia scares me down the road. I just think we're good enough and focused enough on those two teams that we can beat those teams. We owe San Francisco from last year's playoff game in the first round, and we owe Philadelphia because it's the rubber match. Philadelphia got some concerns. Skip, now they, they sacked the quarterback. They got 68 mm-hmm. sacks. Yep. They're on pace to break the record mm-hmm. of 72 set by the Bears in 86. They lost sweat yesterday. And they lost sweat. So they got it. But, Skip, I mean, but you look at this. They had the ball. Uh, 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 Saints had the ball for 37 minutes. <laughs> I know. I saw that. 37. 37 minutes because, as Jen predicted, Kamara had a nice game. He right. didn't have a huge game, nope. but they controlled the football. And 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 and, and Taysom Hill yep. ran just he well did. enough, get a first down, yep. keep the clock. So that's another minute or two off the clock yep. that you're not going to have the ball. And then when Gardner Minshew got the ball, he didn't do a whole lot with it. Man, I don't know. Brady scares me more than Florida Alligators. No, 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 no. If your Cowboys are what you say they are, they should, be, they should win this thing like – 30 to 10. Is that your prediction? No, you said the Cowboys. That you say that's your team. You said they're going to the NFC Championship game. I did. Well, they can't go to the NFC well, Championship this, this game. Will, this will be the hardest game for them to win. Oh, the first game is always the hardest. Yeah, it is. That it is. is true. It is. Here well, we go. My Saints, mm. how do they beat the number one team in the NFL but Got also lucky. get eliminated from the playoffs on the same day? Crazy, huh? <laughs> All right, let's talk a little college football. Shannon, let's. I know you were watching this one. Uh, I was. Were those Georgia Bulldogs lucky? to get away with a victory over Ohio State? That's next. Stay with us. We're back in just a moment. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? 
if time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life. From gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges, therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. Georgia got away with a 42-41 win over Ohio State thanks to a missed late field goal by the Buckeyes. Ohio State receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. taken out of the game due to a concussion after he already had 106 yards on five catches and two touchdowns. Shannon, would Ohio State have won if Marvin Harrison Jr. hadn't gotten hurt? You know that, Skip, I hate saying definitively yes, but I like their chances a lot better yeah. considering they had already counted for four touchdowns. He had two of those over 100 yards through the air. But let me tell you what, how they would have won this game if that stinking defense had played better. Mm. At some point in time, Skip, look at them against Michigan. They gave up 45 points to Michigan. <laughs> they it? gave up 42 points. At some point in time, you can't keep giving up an average of 43 points over 530 yards a game mm-hmm. and say, yeah, we're going to win the game. Okay, they're giving up scoring plays against these two teams. 69, 75, 45, 75, 85, 25, 76. Yeah. They gave up 30, gave up 38 points in the fourth quarter alone. They did. How about when you get a lead, Skip? You don't give up a 76, 75-yard touchdown in 11 seconds. That would definitely help some. Yep. Their defense, and you think all those high, those five-star recruits they got on that side of the ball. Skip, you know Chase Young, the Ohio State. The Bosa brothers, they're from Ohio State. They got Jeff Okuda. I mean, they loaded on that side of the football. Loaded. And they can't stop anybody. Mm-mm. So I think their defense has really let them down because – Stetson Bennett, start a minute, just went right down the field. Bloop, 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 bloop. They come with the pressure. He's fading back, throws it, touchdown. Yeah, okay, Skip, me, I'm not counting on no, no, no college kicker. In a pressurized moment like that for an opportunity to go to the national championship, Skip, mm. I'm not, I'm betting against 99.9% of the kickers. Skip, they're not making that kick. Mm. And then he hooks it because now he's, he's I got to get it. And it wasn't even close. Snap hooked it. So for me, look, Skip, yeah, I would like to think they possibly could have won. But Marvin Harrison Jr. don't play any defense. And they got drugged on that side of the ball. And that's not what we normally see with Ohio State. Ohio State normally has very, very good defensive players. But the last two times we've seen them in the college football playoff, we saw them against Alabama a couple of years ago, Skip. They got drugged. Mm. We see them again this year. Now, the game was close, but they give up 500-plus yards. Mm. They probably would have gave up 700. The thing that helped them the most is that right out of the half, De- uh, Devontae uh, Smith got hurt. Because imagine if he had stayed in the game, he already had over two, three, 200 yards mm. and three touchdowns. Mm. 
But their defense let them down, Skip. Yes, I believe Marvin Harrison, would have. it would have gone a long way. But, Skip, it wasn't like they weren't making plays still on the offensive side of football. They were doing that. They just couldn't stop Georgia once they got that big lead. Is it just me? Or does anybody in college football play any defense? Because no. they just go up and down the field against each other. And by the way, for, for, for what it's worth, look what Georgia gave up, 467 total yards. Yeah. So my biggest takeaway from the night was Georgia looked average, fallible. Yes. It, it looked beatable. It, it did not look invincible. It looked vincible. But guess what happens, Skip? When we've seen Alabama struggle, what do teams do? They don't run it. They throw it. They spread their butts out, mm-hmm. but you got to be able to protect now. If you can't protect, you can't throw the ball. You couldn't Agreed. throw the ball against Bama. You couldn't throw the ball against Georgia. Skip. And so that's what they did. They was like, you know what? Forget trying to bang our head against the wall and run the football. Let's throw it. And C.J. Stroud, he answered. He, he, he played extremely well. And he showed some athleticism, Skip. I had never seen him you, display. You mentioned that the other day, that you were disappointed yeah. in lack of. I thought he played the game of his life. I agree. Whew. And he moved much better than I've seen him move before. Maybe he, a fire was lit under him <laughs> because it was Georgia yes. on this stage. But, man, did he play great. I, I believe he made himself some money I on that so night. Too. Because if I watched that game and I was evaluating for an NFL team, I'd say, high marks yeah. all the way well, He ain't better than Bryce Young. Did you see no, Bryce Young? Bryce Young is really special. Did you see them throws he made, Skip? I tweeted, he is the greatest <laughs> undersized thrower the football I've ever seen on, on the college level. Because yeah. he's still I, – I don't even know if he's six feet tall, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, he, he ain't nowhere close to 200 pounds. Uh-uh. No, he, <laughs> he is a small man. He's not like Kyler small. Right. But he's, he's got a better arm and he's a better thrower than Kyler. He, he has a, his frame is different. Kyler is, is, is sturdy. Stout, he is. Yes. He, this dude is real. That scares me about yeah. Bryce going forward. Can he take the pounding that you have to take? Well, you're going to have to. Because he is special as a thrower of the football because he's got a whip of an arm, and he is deadly accurate, and he has big intangibles because he will clutch throw you to death. Yes. C.J. Stroud impressed me, but quick thought on the last – it was the ugliest duck-hooked <laughs> clutch kick I've ever seen because it didn't have a prayer. Skip me, skip us it a was kid. done. Skip it was done. That pressure. Noah skip, Ruggles, Noah Struggles. Okay. He had made two big ones. He made one from 25 and he made one from 48. But this was for all yeah, exactly. that marbles. Okay, this is to get to the championship game and to – to pull off a, a huge upset of Georgia that everybody's there prohibitively yeah. favored. And yet I still hate it that these games get fought out <laughs> for all these minutes by these mighty warriors, these noble warriors. And then somebody who doesn't really play football trots on and wins or loses the game. And I hate it for the Ohio state kids because you could just see the looks on their face. They were just devastated. Yeah. They were horrified because yeah. they were very hopeful because he'd made one from 48 that he would nail this one. And it didn't even sniff the uprights. No. It went right in the ground. Okay. <laughs> so I hate place kicking, and I hate it that these games get decided by it. But the point was, my biggest takeaway was, it felt like Ohio State did everything but win we, the game. They did. And it did feel like that Marvin Harrison Jr., who is going to be the next Jamar Chase or yeah. Justin Jefferson. He definitely chip off the – Old, old block. man block. Was he? <laughs> yeah. He was unguardable. He looked like he, he's a little bigger than his dad, though, Skip. He's, he's, he's a, a lot bigger he's than his dad. He's a lot bigger than his dad, which shocks me. And yet, that Ringo kid's going to be a high pick, I think. He might have lost himself some money, but but he had no chance against him. He no. could not cover him. No. 
Okay, so that's going on. And yet, I'll also make the case that that Georgia, that Darnell Washington, he's 6'7", beast of a tight end. Right. They lost him yep. in, I think it was in the second quarter, and right. he spends the whole second half out on their sidelines in a walking boot with crutches. Right. So is he gone now for the championship Probably. game? Because you love that Brock Bowers. I do. And, and, he, and he, he had a fairly quiet game. He Except the last, dri- the last drive, he, he made some plays. He made some plays. Okay, which leads me to Stetson Bennett, the fourth that they call the mailman. He's 5'11". I don't think five he can ten. play maybe 5'10". You know they lie the I know, I know they lie. Okay, let's give him 5'10". I don't believe he can even be a backup in the NFL, but I could be wrong right. because he's just not big enough to even be a plausible, like, plan B. You know, right. can we win five games? Can he do what Cooper Rush did? I, I don't think so. Right. But somebody might take a flyer, six-round, seven-round. Right, round. yeah, undrafted to give okay. him an opportunity to come in. Because he clearly knows how to play the position. Right. And he clearly plays it at a high level under big pressure. Right. And I was making the case I would have given him the Heisman Trophy on career achievement just for the two years' worth of numbers. They're not gaudy numbers like right. Caleb put up at USC. But, but he best right to win the championship. He's going to be in the same – they're going to be on the same mantle as that Herschel. Is, that is correct. He's going he to be he gonna be beloved like Herschel is in Georgia. Yep. This kid with another national – like he's already beloved, Skip, because he's, a low, he's from Georgia. He's from Blackshear. I know. But think about what he did. He walks on at Georgia because they had lineage. Some Was it his grandfather yeah. who played there? Okay, so he walks on at Georgia, and he looks around and says, I got no shot here. So he goes the, to junior college, and then he proves himself a little bit, and he comes back, yeah. and then one thing leads to another, and all of a sudden last year he gets the job. And I think they were giving it to him just to sort of keep for a right. game or two, right. and then it's three games, then it's four well, games. Well, JT Daniels got hurt. I know, he got hurt. And he never got no, it back. But it's going to be JT Daniels' job to have back. Right. Okay, so – it shocked me after the game, but it's just the relationship that they have. Kirby Smart, right out of the box in his, his stand-up interview on the field, he's blasting uh, Stetson Bennett. He was highly critical of him. He says, he, I, I told him during the game, you're going to have to play better because we're not going anyplace if you're going to play like that. Right. And he blasted his team too. Well, it's probably a good position to take because they got another game to right. play. And they did not play Georgia, Georgia football. No, especially right? on the defensive side of football, Skip. But back to Ohio State, Skip. They allowed Michigan and Georgia to set program record average yards per play. Now, Michigan, uh, Ohio, uh, Michigan got 8.83. Georgia got 8.88. So damn near nine yards per play. And you're like, man, I don't know what happened. Yep. But that's what happened. That's you what have, happened. Skip, they had a 14-point lead. Yep. And then they allowed Georgia to outscore them 18-3. to okay. That's how you lose. Marvin Harrison can't do anything about that. Marvin Harrison Jr., excuse me. Yep. Can't do anything about that. No, he cannot. Okay, so in the end, it came down to one last-ditch Georgia drive. And as much as Stetson Bennett had stunk it up because his QBR wasn't very good, I think he wound up with a 70-something, 70 74, I believe. Yeah, yeah 75. And, and C.J. had a 94. Right. So C.J. outplayed him from yeah, start to finish. Yeah, I was going to say finish. anything under 80 in college is terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. So 75 is pretty terrible. Yeah. Okay. Could we see what, as they call him, the mailman, he got himself back together. He did not go completely haywire. Mm-hmm. And if we could see the, the three big completions that ended the game for Georgia on offense, here's the first one. This is 15 yards. That's to Bowers. Okay, that's to Bowers. And this is the big throw. This is the one that really set them up. This is 35. That's a pretty good read and throw. That's a very throw. good throw. Yeah, okay. And then this was this for the was touchdown. Skipped. Look at this. Okay. He just he said, that's, I threw it before he even came out of he his did. break. Okay. And – that's it. He makes three big throws, and those are clutch throws. And 
Todd Munkin, the, um, the offensive coordinator for Georgia, said of Stetson Bennett, that's him. That's him. He said, you're never out of it with him. I, I don't even know how to say it. He is capable of putting SH behind him and making plays to go win games. It doesn't matter what happened before right. then. Correct. Okay, that's what he's about. Right. He can shake it off. That's the difference between him and Ohio State's field goal kicker. That's true. It didn't matter no, that he no. had made two. No, no, that's true. Stephen okay. Bennett had played. He had, I mean, he threw you know lateral. He was just all over the place. Hey, yep. spraying the ball over the place. Yep. But when the rubber needed to meet the roll, man, I got this. Yep. That's what he said. I got this. Touchdown. And there we go. But I do think he's going to miss that big 6-7 tight end oh, yeah. against TCU. That, that's going to be a ball game. TC, TCU, we'll talk about them. They, yep. they, they, they surprised me. They I, are legit. They deserve. They yes. belong, Skip. They belong. they belong. Yep. Agreed. They surprised a lot of people, guys. Not even ranked in the preseason. That championship game coming up a week from tonight. All right, let's get back to the NFL. Have the Eagles lost their grip as favorites in the NFC, gentlemen? Let's dive into that on the other side of this break. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The 49ers got a 37-34 OT win against the Raiders yesterday. That means they've still got a shot at getting the overall number one seed with a win and an Eagles loss next week. The two teams tied with the best odds to win the Super Bowl out of the NFC. Shannon, what do we think here? Should the 49ers actually now be favored to win the NFC? Well, they're more than formidable. And I think yesterday proved a different way they can win the ball game because normally there's have a suffocating defense. That defense gave up 34 points to a guy that didn't start the entire season in Jared Stidham. So they had to find a different way to win the ball game. Okay, Purdy, you got to get to 37 somehow by hook or crook. Skip, the thing that the 49ers have that very few teams have, they have playmakers all over the field. They got a guy in Christian McCaffrey that can run the football. Yep. And since he's shown up, he's run the air out of the football. He can run it. They can throw it to him. Boom. Brandon Ayuk, every other skill position they have, Skip, is tremendous with the ball in their hand. Kittle can run after the catch. Ayuk can run after the catch. Uh, Jennings can run after the catch. Debo's not even there back. He's not even back yet. He's going to come back at some point in time. Ray-Ray McLeod. Ray-Ray McLeod. And so we know what they can do. And Kyle Shanahan, man, he can just just flat out dial it up. He can't. He can just flat out dial it up. It's hard to convince me that Brock Purdy is just this good. Yep, Kyle has put him in a situation where he can't do anything mm-hmm. but succeed. Now, he has to do the work, Skip, but Kyle has done a great job of, of calling it up. They probably should have won this game in regulation. Robbie Gold comes in and he pushes it. But to their credit, they found a way to win. And Nick Bosa deserved to be defensive player of the year, Skip. He didn't get a sack, but he had to play. He took the left tackle, slammed him in the stidham. Ball goes up in the air. Tayshawn Gibson gets it, yep. runs it back, and he now did. all of a sudden, we're about to t- now you had to give the benediction because the game is about to be over. Okay. So for me, Skip, yes, they're gonna be they're gonna be tough. They're gonna be tough to beat in their building. I understand. You're like, well, man, they gave up 34 points. I think that's an outlier. 
because we haven't seen anything comparable like that in the last eight to ten weeks where they gave up that many points. Mm. Now, I mean, and plus, there ain't a whole lot of Devontae Adams because the plays that nope. he can make, mm. there's not a whole lot of guys that can make those plays. Mm. 49ers are going to be, hey, they're going to be right there when it's all said and done. And I didn't see this when uh, uh, Jimmy G got hurt, Skip, because you're bringing in a guy that was Mr. Irrelevant. And I, I guess we should, he's, he's relevant now. Yep. I don't know what his title was before he started playing with the 49ers, Skip. Yep. I know what it is now. He's very he's Mr. Relevant. Not irrelevant, relevant. Well, he's become the most relevant quarterback <laughs> in the NFC because it's he up is. to him yes. to, to get this team home yes. because it's inarguable who has the best defense in the NFC. It's this one by far, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Because of Brock Purdy, because there's a big X factor, because there's this unproven rookie who's who's gonna the, the pressure's gonna mount exponentially on him right. from game to game through the playoffs. Because of that, the NFC feels wide open, as wide open as it I does. can ever remember. It, it does. Because any of these teams could get hot in the tournament and go places. That's what Jalen Hurts injury did. That is correct. Skip, I don't think we felt like before Jalen Hurts got injured, I don't think we felt like we're feeling right now yeah. that the NFC was wide open. Like, man, it's re- it is really a mad dash. Okay. I believe Dallas is a little better than Philadelphia. Not at quarterback where I give Jalen Hurts the edge over Dak. And Jalen Hurts should still be in the MVP discussion, but it, it, it's just going to fall out of it. I, I got it. It's, it's the stats are going to prevail. In yeah. It. But the point is, it, it, in a weird way, in a backdoor way, it the should, case is should, being made. It should support it. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> but I believe Dallas's team is a little better than Philadelphia's team, and now I believe Dallas is a little hotter than Philadelphia's going to be going okay. into the playoffs. Would it shock me if Brady's team got on some crazy roll? Would it shock me if Aaron Rodgers' team got on some crazy roll through the post? Nope, it would not because it's still wide open. Back to Brock Purdy. I watched him a ton. I watched him for four years at Iowa State, and he can play. But the 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 scouts didn't love him because he wasn't. He stayed that, four years. That's why they didn't love him. You know good well, Skip, if you if you if you're a supreme yeah. talent, you're yeah. not staying all four years. You're not Tim Duncan. They, you're they, not Grant Hill. You could be by. They they couldn't always protect him, and he can go wild on you. Yeah. He, he can throw some mystery balls okay. to to the other team. He threw three or four yesterday that were up for grabs to me, and he got away with right. with some throws that could have changed the, the one game. The one that I caught could have easily been intercepted late in the ball that? game. This is late in the regulation, and, and he gets th- this he ball got hit. hit and it goes straight up in the air. And look out, look out, look out. That could have gone anywhere. Yep. And it could have gone to a black shirt. And it didn't go to a black shirt. It went to Ayuk. And that set up the botched field goal by right. Robbie Fool's gold at that yep. point. But the point is, Brock Purdy is the opposite of Brady that first year in New England. It was his second year when he started, right. and they went on a roll and upset the Rams in the Super Bowl. Brady was much more careful with the football, even though they let Brady take some shots down the right. stretch of the Super Bowl that set up the 50-yard, uh, right. whatever it was, 49-yard field goal. But the point is, Brock Purdy will take more risks than Brady because he's got a little more flash and dash to right. him. It's just the, his, his intangibles are... I believe in myself right. to a fault. I will try some throws to a fault. I don't remember Brady getting into a shootout like this no. in that in that suit, his first Super Bowl in his no. second season, Skip. Mm-hmm. I don't think Coach Belichick defense let a team get to 34 points. Okay. And Brady had to match that. 
No. So what did Kyle say after the game about Brock Purdy? He said, what Brock's doing is real. I, I agree with that. It is very real. But he went on to say he's a talented guy who is very tough. And when he does make mistakes, he understands why. And then he tries to learn from his mistakes. Okay, I got that. And I give you that. Yeah. But he does make mistakes. Yes. And if you make a couple of mistakes in, play in a off, playoff you, game, you, you're yeah. going to you go, go home. home. Yeah. And I'm, I'm afraid it's too big of an X factor and it's too much to put on the shoulders of Mr. Irrelevant to get them home. Though, I mean, though they might only have to win at home two playoff games to get to the Super Bowl. But here's the thing, though, Skip, is that you're asking, forget how ta- – that's a rookie. Yeah. We've never seen this in the Super Bowl era Mm-mm. since the merger. Mm-mm. A rookie taking a team. Is, Tom Brady wasn't a rookie. He exactly. Was a he, he got a whole year to figure it out. He had a whole year. All right? Okay, I agree. So th- that brings me back to Dallas. I-, I still think Dallas is perfectly positioned to get on a roll, but but you might have to – the way it's shaping up, because San Francisco's got Arizona, I, I assume – they have a great shot at winning that game. Oh, right? yeah, 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 well, yeah. Then yeah. it comes down to will Philadelphia just take care of business and have the. Right. And pro- pro- yeah. probably, probably they will, but they have a much more dangerous opponent if said opponent, the Giants, decides to play or not play. Right. I don't know. But if they decide to play, that could get dicey. What about you? Uh, not to get off topic, what, yeah. what do you think Tampa's going to do? They've already clinched the division. Do you think they play their starter? Okay. Brady made a big case last night almost like an offended case, like, I, I don't care what Todd says, I, I want to play, but he has the last say. So right. if he tells me not to play, he said, right. I won't play. Man. But he wants to play football. Consider that Tampa, they, they've had a, a stretch of oh, injuries. It's just terrible. Okay? And it seems like every time they go out there, they lose another starter. I two. agree. So to me, it's almost like you won the hat and the T-shirt and a bye, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, for an older football team that's yeah. been battered all year, yeah. why wouldn't you just say, let's just take this week right. off? It's not like you're going to get that much better, I don't right. think. Well, here's the point. You can't move up. You're, no, the, you're, in, the, you're, you're in the fourth there. spot. You're, you're not going two to three. Okay. Ryan Jensen was like gold for Brady in the first two years. Uh-huh. He is his center. He was the sort of the captain of the offensive yeah. line, and he had a big swagger to him. He liked to push and shove after plays yeah. and be Brady's sort of personal protector. He is back at practice. I don't know his status, but they said if we do make the playoffs, they said he's got a good shot of playing in the playoff game. So they have that kid from Notre Dame, Robert Hainsey, who was drafted to be a tackler or a guard, who who got thrown into center, and he's done okay, I guess. They've had some snap issues. They've had some delay of game issues. But what if Ryan Jensen comes back? Would that make that offensive line a little better? Could he make the calls quicker and Mm -hmm. better because you got to be the the captain of the line? He might be a little rusty. but Maybe a little rusty. (laughs) But but I think Brady – would feel a little more comfortable if he's back. Can Carlton Davis get healthy? He's got a bum shoulder. Could he get healthy where you'd get your legit starting back mm-hmm. seven ready? Right. Maybe. Well, then all of a sudden, I, I'm starting to like their chances a little bit more. Unfortunately, those chances are going to come yeah. against my Dallas Cowboys. Raiders so, blew another 10-point lead, double-digit yeah. lead in the second half, Skip. They did. But Christian McCaffrey. Record five. CMC, 700 yards hey, rushing, listen, six touchdowns, 43 listen, passes, three if, more touchdowns. If he had started with the 49ers this year, I believe he'd be right in the middle of the MVP discussion. No question. How could he not no be? No question. Because he has 700 yards, so you tack on, he's going to probably be another, what, 500 yards rushing. He'd probably have another probably like 17 to 20 catches. Yeah. No, they do. Okay, so they have the best defense. You can argue one of the best receiving cores. Right. It's, it's right at the top. 
You can argue, just because of the way Kyle runs it and calls it, one of the best, if not the best, running games oh, now that, yeah. that C-Max mm-hmm. in the middle of it, right? And you ain't need to have Debo to add to that running game. Because no. you know Debo will get a couple of carries in the postseason, Skip, okay. if he's able to come, uh, return. Okay. So it all comes down to Mr. Irrelevant, right? Yeah. Okay. He's, who's who's he, very relevant. He's very relevant right now because he is the answer or the problem in the NFC. Yep. Right? Yep. He's 4-0 as a starter, guys. We shall see. All right. How, gentlemen, did TCU pull off that huge Good college question. football playoff upset? I don't want to hear anything out of you, A lot of Michigan ask. fans <laughs> are still asking that, by the way. Skip and Shannon, break it down. Try to find some answers when we come back. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. seven-and-a-half-point underdog against Michigan in the Fiesta Bowl. However, the Horned Frogs went on to get the 51-45 win over the Wolverines. TCU advances to the national title game to face Georgia. Shannon, a lot of folks are still pondering this one. What's the biggest reason TCU was able to upset Michigan? The defense. Skip, they got two pick sixes. Uh, they forced Michigan to fumble the ball on their one-yard line. And on the opening drive, when Michigan drove right down the field, they turned them over on downs. Yep. The likelihood of you overcoming two pick sixes, fumbling the ball into your end zone, and getting turned over on downs on your opening drive is not very good. It, Max Duggan did not have his finest day. But every time Michigan got close, he found the answer. He, uh, they, t- they get close to the ball game. He hits the guy on a shallow cross. He turns it up the sideline, goes 76. The, uh, the running back, the starting running back is injured. The backup comes in and he goes haywire. Yep. The things that Michigan prided themselves on, playing defense, tackling for losses, running the football, TCU did it. TCU beat Michigan at their own game. Tackle for losses, they had 13, Michigan had three. Mm-hmm. Running the football with conviction, the first, uh, what, the first play up the uh, line of scrimmage, Edwards bust up, goes yep. all these yards. After that, they averaged three and a half yards a carry. Yep. That was the difference. TCU beat Michigan at his game. Showed the world. Y'all, I look, Alabama, y'all wanted Alabama. You wanted this one, wanted that one. But we belong. Mm-hmm. We just beat a team that dominated. Their defense was suffocating. And we went up and down the field on them. Up and down the field. If Duggan didn't turn the, turn the ball over, turn the ball over like he was. Yep. So, Skip, I, I, I want to give, I want it wasn't what Michigan didn't do. But I will say this. You can't convince me that wasn't a touchdown. 
That man bought the trouble. Oh, he was down. No, he was not. He didn't really gain possession until he was in the end zone. Stop this over officiating the ball game. His knee hit at the half, but I thought he was already across the yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah, I would have given him a they, touchdown. They over-officiated. Over you tried to do too much. Okay, but they over-officiated, and then they couldn't get it in the end zone. So that's that's what happened. They got so, in the end zone. Yeah. Because you over-officiated. You said he was down at the one. That's what over-officiating is. He was in the end zone. And then, you know, they turned him over. But give TCU credit. Their defense was outstanding. They beat Michigan at Michigan's ball game, which was running the football and playing outstanding defense. Yep. TCU did it better than Michigan. Okay. First, the Michigan side. I have a whole bunch of friends who went to Michigan who were devastated by this because they were ready to move on and they wanted a piece of Georgia. And that was the problem. <laughs> I think their, their team reflected the same attitude. But I will get this off my chest because it is my pettest peeve and I let off my podcast last week about this. It still irks me. It still just rips my guts out every year when I have to deal with the fact that college football makes these teams wait a whole month to play the first playoff game. <laughs> Can you imagine the outcry if the National Football League said, hey, uh, after this final game of the regular season, what is it, week 18, right. let's just take a month off. Yeah. Take a month off? For what? Yeah. They, they used to sell it to me. These student athletes need to take finals. Baloney, they need to take Whatever. finals. You just want to stage your games in and around the New Year's holiday right. because it will Everybody maximize it. your bucks. Yep. Okay. I did not think Michigan did well with the month off. Harbaugh kept saying, we just want to play somebody because we're tired of playing ourselves, right? Because mm -hmm. that's all you can do for a month. You can't scrimmage anybody. You just have to practice right. and practice and practice. I did not think Michigan was nearly as ready to play the football game as TCU was ready to play the football game. And all I know is J.J. McCarthy didn't do any of that all year because I think he threw only three picks the whole year. Yeah, all did. of a sudden, he throws two pick sixes. It's impossibly bad, and if you do it on that stage against that team, you are going to lose just off the two pick sixes. Yep. You can't overcome it. They're called what I call tumultuous turnovers. Mm -hmm. They're, they're gut-wrenchers because it's such a huge swing in the game. You think you're moving the football because he was throwing the heck out of it. Yes. He was throwing it at will. Right. And all of a sudden, you throw it to them, and they take right. it to the house? Yeah, you can't, you can't let teams score on your possessions. No. And that's what they got 12. They got 14 points on your possessions. On your possessions? Are you kidding me? Okay, now – where did Michigan also lose this game? They lost it in the pregame because it's very uncharacteristic of a Harbaugh team, which is taught not to say anything to the media because he says next to nothing. Right. He works at saying nothing. But Junior Colson on defense is their leading tackler, and he made one little mistake in an on-camera interview in which he asked his interview, the group around him, they're in the Big 12, right? About TCU. Yeah. They're in the Big 12, right? To and be everybody funny. said, yeah, yeah. No, he wasn't trying to be funny. He just didn't know. I don't know. He grew up in Haiti. I don't know. Maybe he just okay. doesn't follow college football. I mean, he was, came here when I think he's nine. But the point was, he's probably not a huge college football fan of the rest of the country, and he wasn't sure what conference they were in. Well, it was reported that that little clip got played to death at the TCU hotel to the TCU kids. He doesn't even know what conference you're in. And they're very proud of the one that they represent, right. the Big 12, mm -hmm. obviously, one that I grew up in that used to be the Big 8 and then became the Big 12. But right. the point is, 
That happened. And then J.J. McCarthy uncharacteristically said one thing about the defense. And I know the TCU defense because I am a student of the late, great Bill Young. I don't know if you remember Bill Young, but he was a defensive coordinator at Oklahoma and Oklahoma State mm-hmm. and Tulsa. But he's also at Ohio State for a while and the U for a while. But he invented that 3-3-5. Three, 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 mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful defense if you can play it right, but you have to have linebackers who can fly. Yeah. And that D winners, I don't know if you yeah. noticed, but 13, he was all he over was. the field. He was sensational. Because the whole uh, the concept of it is to free the backers, let them run to the right. football. And he was everywhere. Right. He was terrorizing. you got to run them out of that defense, yeah. though, Skip. That's okay. a defense that okay. you run against. Okay, but J.J. McCarthy said before the game, if they want to stay in that, we, we will conduct, he didn't say conduct, but we will have a Big Ten smash fest against them. Yeah. That's the, the phrase that he you got to run okay? them out of it. Okay, but and, and they ran okay, but right. I don't know that they ran yeah, they, out of it. They ran, they ran 40 for 232. You know, remember but the first take, play of the game went for like, right. how far was it? 67, like 67. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. So I thought, uh-oh, here they, they're mm-hmm. going to smash fest them. But they didn't really smash fest them after that. Right. So 54 the, yards, 54, 54 yards. 54 yards was yeah. the first one. Okay, so the point is TCU took it personally. TCU has studs everywhere. There's talent all across the the, the ball. And you, you mentioned yeah. the 76 yard. That Quentin Johnston. Yeah. He's a stud. Yep. He he's a five star. He he you know the one he turned up and yeah. went for yeah. 76 yards. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, he's been hurt much of the year. He he's he's a star. And Skip that Horton kid. Yep. He had four sacks. I know he had four sacks. He's and, good. And Skip, remember on the opening drive when JJ J. J. McCarthy was about mm-hmm. to get in, he and he came he all the way from him. the other side and shoved him out of he bounds. Got him. He got him. I got I got it. And then I, I didn't know DeMarcado could come in for that that Kendra Miller who's yeah. been their stud back yeah. all year long. Yep. And all of a sudden he had he came up gimpy with a knee. I don't know what his knee issue is going to be. But DeMarcado came in and got 152 yards on 17 carries and was it took the game over. Yeah. Okay. So Michigan was not ready to play and TCU with help from Michigan's pregame talk got readier than Michigan was for this game. Yep. So the point is Max Duggan didn't play Max Duggan football. No, he didn't. I, I thought he played ordinary at best. Yep. He, he made a throw here or there, but he can play a lot better, which is why they've got another built-in motivation. They are, as Jen said, 13-and-a-half-point dogs to Georgia. 13-and-a-half? Right. Okay, well, trust me right now, those TCU kids are saying, watch this. Right. Because – I don't think Georgia's 13 and a half. I don't either. Better. I think the game will be a lot. I do think Georgia will win, but I yeah. think the game will be a lot closer than 13. Yeah, it'll be a battle. It'll right. go down to the wire. It'll be a game in the fourth quarter. It's just who TCU is because they're just too good and right. they're too well coached. Yeah. Okay. Got, and, and George, Georgia showed flaws the other day. Yeah, night. their defense going to have to skip Jalen Carter, who's going to be a top five pick. He had one tackle. He's going to have to be a lot better next Monday he will. than he was. Last Saturday. Yep, I agree. TCU is hot. That they're that they believe. And they listen, do. Max Duggan will fight you to the yeah. death. He yep. will, and and he can run with it. Maybe even better than he can throw it. He doesn't look like he could run with it, but he can really hurt you running and, the football. And that might be what you need. That's the guy that can get out of harm's way. Normally, we skip. You have these outstanding defenses. It's the quarterback. If he can throw it, but if his legs can get him out of harm's way a lot. And that's what you're going to need. You're going to probably need his legs to get, get him out of harm's way. Yep. He can keep keep Georgia's offense off the field, keeping his offense, keep matriculating the ball down the field. Yep. I think it's going to be a close ball game. I think it's finally yep. we got some decent semifinal games, Skip, because normally it's 38 nothing. It's 30-7 to 7 
Notre Dame well, always gave you a bull jive semifinal. final. Yeah. So we finally got well, games. I thought we had the two best ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I'll agree with that. Yeah. Especially for uh, semifinals. Yeah. 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 Go, you horned frogs. Purple rain. Look at her ass. Oh, she she was just she just couldn't wait to call me on my phone. Yep. I started. I should have put her on block. Yep, you <laughs> should have. Well, way to go, Ash. Congratulations. Nah, nah, nah. If the Horn Frogs are able to pull off the upset, guys, it would be their first national championship since 1938. Yeah. I think they're right. 201 to win the national championship. I should have put like 10 bands <laughs> I on. I think Max Duggan was going to be the quarterback. Ooh. Yeah. You could have retired if you had yeah, yeah, in the preseason. I definitely would. If they would, if I'd have bet on that, would they have won Monday? Skip, I'd have mm. been doing it for Woo. more. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, guys, moving on. Who wins in tonight's Big Bills at Bengals showdown? Good I am question. ready for this one. Yeah. We'll dive into that next. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home too. Shop Blinds.com now and save 40% site-wide. 40% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. All right, the Bills, one and a half point favorites on the road against the Bengals tonight. Joe Mixon doesn't view Cincinnati as an underdog, though, saying the Bagels are, quote, the big dog of the AFC. Ooh, big words, Joe. <laughs> Shannon, who do you think wins tonight? I'm going to take the Bengals in the close one, Skip. I'm going to say they win by three. Uh, I think Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have, have a big game. Uh, they probably link up over 100 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, I think the thing, the difference is, is that Joe Mixon, the, the ability to run the football with Mixon and P. Ryan, um, and I think they're going to need to, Skip, because they did lose Lyle Collins and, and Jonah Williams. He's been a turnstile. Yes. Uh, and if he can get some protection, I think Joe Burrow is. And even when he doesn't get protection, hell, he still have big games. He does. He, he's one of the few guys, Skip, you can sack him five, six times, and somehow he still throws for 350 and three touchdowns. I'm like, how? But he finds a way. Their defense, since he's defensive, look. Look, they don't have a, a Miles Garrett. They don't have one of these big-name defensive guys yep. that garners all the attention. But DJ Reader is really good. But they have yep. 11 guys that understand their do. responsibility, be where they're supposed to be. If yep. you're supposed to be in the A gap, they're there. B gap, I'm there. If I got to fill this alley, I'm going to fill this alley. They do what they're supposed to do, when they're supposed to do it, and how they're supposed to do it. And what we've seen from Josh Allen, that there will be a couple of times in a game that he's going to make a dumb, dumb decision – and turn to put the ball in harm's way. Yep. And I think the Bengals do a great job of capitalizing on that. So I'm taking the Bengals tonight in a close ball game. Okay. I am also taking the Bengals to win a little more convincingly than you. I, I think they could win this game by a touchdown. And it boggles my mind. They are a point and a half dog <laughs> yep. at home. They don't get respect. I think Buffalo all year has gotten too much respect. The, the, the great Joe Burrow stat is that they have covered the point spread in 20 of the last 23, and I believe it's going to be 21 out of 24 tonight because they're being undervalued, underrated, overlooked at home, especially uh -huh. on a Monday night because okay. this will be Joe Burrow's stage. I still believe he plays quarterback a little better than Mahomes or Josh Allen play the position of quarterback. He's not as spectacular as they are, although he's going to make some throws that yeah. will take your breath away. 
But Josh Allen's problem to me is he tries to out Mahomes Mahomes, and, and he's gotten it in his head. I, I got to do what he does because I got to outdo him. I got to one-up him. And you can't because you don't have his offensive <laughs> coordinator or, or offensive genius behind it. You, you don't have Andy Reid doing right. what, what Andy Reid does for Mahomes. And the truth is, I don't think you're as good as Patrick Mahomes. You, you can't do the spectacular quite the way he does the right. spectacular, even though you could argue Josh Allen's arm strength, just pure arm strength, is even a tick above Mahomes. Yeah. I'm talking about throwing it out of the stadium okay. kind of arm strength. I'm talking about punt, pass, and kick kind of you, arm you, strength. The unfortunate yeah. thing is that if, if both of these guys, somebody's going to have that opportunity to go to the, uh, um, the Pro Bowl. So what do you think about it? You know, Skip, you remember they had, uh, the quarterback challenge? Yeah. And they used to throw the ball. They, they line up and throw the ball. Let's see who can throw the ball to farthest. Yep. No, I, I got it. I'm pretty sure Josh Allen would win that okay. because he's a little bigger than Mahomes, oh, yeah. right? Yes. Okay. Given all that, I'll still take Burrow operating at a consistently more elite level of running the offense than those two guys okay. do. And you can argue, well, he's got three really good receivers, like big-time receivers, mm-hmm. and I give you that. But to your point about protection, I don't know how he gets away with this because last year, as you recall, he was by far the most sacked regular season quarterback, and then he became by far the most sacked postseason. He's up there again. I don't know if he's leading. I mean, Matt Ryan, I think Matt Ryan and and someone else was up there, but he's up there. They tried to completely rebuild the offensive line, and it's a little but not a lot better. And to your point, Lyle Collins is gone. But and, since, yeah, the thing is, is that they're always trying to produce big plays. And, you know, to produce big plays, you got to hold, hold on to on. the ball. And sometimes Joe Burrow holds on to he the does. ball because he's trying to produce those big plays that, instead that of just correct. getting rid of it. But it's not fun to get sacked they because you are getting hurt. <laughs> nah. I mean, getting hit. And, and yet it doesn't seem to phase him. He, he, he says he likes that. And he always refers back to some play that when he was a little kid, he watched Brady get rocked by somebody and just jump right up and kind of get in their face like, okay, let's do it again, you know, and go right. right back to the huddle, and that's who he is. I'll go right back to the huddle, and I'll do it again. Right. Unfortunately, you can't get your knee blown out like exactly. you did. But the, the point is, Cincinnati is the hottest team in pro football, and nobody seems to focus on that. It's they, Cincinnati. Okay, it's Cincinnati, <laughs> but they've won seven straight games yeah. since they started 0-2. They're 11-2. and He's about to change that, Skip, because I remember New England was the same way as yeah. New England. And Brady changed the perception that people have of New England. Yeah. And Joe Burrow is well on his way of changing the perception of you have of the Bengals. Now, it's going to be very, very interesting to see if uh, uh, Brown is going to pay this man. Because, Skip, you're coming in you, north you, of – You have Skip, to. Skip, you're coming in north of $200 oh, million. No, I got it. But you just have to. That's just the cost of doing NFL business, yeah. right? Yeah. I know he's a cheapskate. I know it's mom and pop. And I, I get all that. Yeah. But at some point – you do have a cap to fulfill, and you're going to have to designate. And you got a stadium to fulfill. Well, you do. And so you want the fans to keep coming, and they're coming. And then you guess what? Next year you got your, uh, uh, Chase yep. going to want to see you. Okay. Well, maybe that one gets dicey, but yeah. this one can't. This has got to be whatever it is. You got to pay the freight, right, to do business. Yes. Okay. So I don't love what Joe Mixon said. I loved him when he was at the University of Oklahoma. You got two backs out of OU, but – This quote, at the end of the day, what people got to realize and understand, we the big dog in the AFC, and that's just what it is. Okay? I'll buy the premise of that. Right. You are the big dog. I don't know if I love you saying you're the big dog ahead of this game, 
Now you got a, you've written a check that you got to cash. Yeah, you wrote a check. The whole team got to cash it for yeah. you now. Buffalo thinks it's the big dog, I'm sure, because they're right there with you fighting for right field with Kansas City, obviously. But his final line was, for anything to happen, it goes through us. Well, what you do have, you are the defending AFC champions. So I give you that because you went and you won that last year. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to have to back it up. So if you're just spitting facts, I I got you. Well, whoever wins this game tonight will own the tiebreaker over the Chiefs and the other opponent. Yep. Because Buffalo beat the Chiefs. They did. Uh, 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 and uh, so now so Cincinnati, Cincinnati beat the Chiefs. Cincinnati beat the Chiefs. So now whoever wins this game, they have the inside track. Yep. They would vault if Kansas City were to lose at Las Vegas. Right. They would vault to the number one seed. You know, what's funny is it doesn't get much bigger than this on Monday night football right. in week, what are we, 17? Yeah, it'll be week 17. Okay. It doesn't get much bigger than this because you want to talk about marbles. This is a whole pile of marbles that get pushed number in the one, middle. This, this still, is number one seed mm-hmm. marbles, right? Th- yeah. This is for the advantage to win two home games to get to the Super Bowl. It's right? been a while since a game of this magnitude has been played there because you got to go back to 88, Skip, the AFC Championship game. Buffalo and Cincinnati. Cincinnati yep. had a number one offense. Buffalo yep. had a number one defense. Yep. Cincinnati did what they did. Ended up going on losing to San Francisco in the they Super did. Bowl. Barely. So, and, and I don't think those coaches, Marv Levy and Sam White, they no. were not defined to still each other. No, they so were there not. Was a, there was a lot of talk going on. But, but what's funny to me is the game's not getting the acclaim I don't think that it deserves right. because th- th- these are two – Heavyweights. You know what? It, it has not. It, man, it's, it's okay because, maybe because it's, it's so, Buffalo and Cincinnati. And plus, it's so late in the season, Skip. I mean, yeah. I almost forget, like, games come, still coming on Monday night. Yeah. Well. I think I, this is the last Monday night game, isn't it? It's got to be. It's got to yeah. be. It's got to be. Yeah. Because they got, I think they got three games Saturday and then the rest of the games, you know, Sunday. This is big, and I believe I'll be Joe I'll, Burrow's I'll, coming up big. I'll be, I'll be tuned. I'll be watching. Yeah, I, I'll be watching. I think I will, too. I'll, I'll watch it. Yep. Me so three. We both, got, we both got Cincinnati, okay? I got Burrow. Go Burrow, oh, you got Burrow. That's Cincinnati. You got you Burrow. You know the okay. correct way to spell go in this instance, don't oh, you? Gee. There you go. G-E-A-U-X. There you, uh, there you right. go. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, how impressive was your guy oh, in no. 47-point birthday game? What a Gosh. gift. That's coming up next. Uh. LeBron dropped 47 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists. This on his birthday in a 130-121 victory over the Hawks. Shannon, what a birthday gift. What's your biggest takeaway from the Kings? You saw that? Mm, I saw every dribble of it. Virtuoso. Mm. That's a, a great violinist. And he has a Stradivarian. Really? And he's at the Sydney Opera House. <laughs> and he's... Mm, that's what you saw. Mm. On a Friday night when you didn't have to see that. Mm. On his birthday, he's supposed to have been celebrating. Because mm. you know Glow was in town. And Savannah. They were there, front row. He said, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> there goes that man again. Yeah. Ooh, but that's like a beauty. Mm. And I know you what you were thinking. After he missed, he was one of five with his first five shots. One of five. You're like, LeBron. Rocky start. <laughs> I sat back in my career. Because yeah. I know what he's going to do. You did? I sat back like this here, right here. Like my grandfather, you do. Sitting back there rocking. I don't think you did that. I did that right there. I think you were shaking your head saying, Bron, come on now. No, no, no. Come on, snap out of it. On his birthday. You already know what he does on his birthday. You know what he does to the Hawks on his birthday. On his 25th birthday in 2009, what did he do, Skip? Mm. He dropped 48 on 10 and yep. 48 and 10 against this very team. Mm. 
Still, without a thing of beauty, mm. inside, outside, it three was. throws. Well, yeah, it was all threes. Four out of six from three? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Two, he didn't really do much. He had two points in the first quarter. I like, Ron, you just your birthday. This your day. Mm. This, you've earned this day. Yep. He said, okay, I got you. I got you, Unc. Mm. Drop 16. And then he came back and gave you another. Gave you what? Gave you 13? Mm. And then he gave you what? Gave you another 16 to finish it off. <laughs> that thing was Ooh. beautiful. That was beautiful. Mm. That might have been the most beautiful thing. Only thing more beautiful what I saw my grand, my great, my grand. Mm. That was the most beautiful thing. Second to that, that's the most beautiful thing I saw at the end of the year with that virtuoso that I saw on Friday night. <sighs> you can't say nothing. I don't want to hear nothing about no free throws. I would hear nothing about nothing. Just go ahead and call it what it was. That's the Beatles at Ed Sullivan. That's what it was, Skip Bayless. Can't go there. You can. You will. Mm. Okay, here's where I'm going to go first of all. <laughs> It was so beautiful. It was so overwhelmingly, spectacularly impressive that I sat back and said, it's an indictment on the season because we should see this far more often than just on his birthday. We should see this team play better around him far more consistently than what it did on Friday night at Atlanta. Right. This team is struggling. This team is 15 and 21. 15 and 21? If you just dropped in some Martian from Mars and, and sat him in the front row next to, to uh, the, the mom and the wife, yeah. you know, and just said, Blow hey, well, watch this. Well, watch, watch this. What, what would he say? That's the best team in basketball. Well, it sure looked yeah, like yeah, it. He right. that, that's the growth. That oh. Did, he, did oh. you see him? He get the hand one. Yeah. He said, I'm the effing goat. He did. Yeah, I don't know if he said go. He, he said go. He was talking to you. Oh. Like Jay Alexander was talking to me and you, he was talking to you. Because yeah, you one of the few people that dispute what that man is saying. One of the few billion people. Man, no dispute. Billion, no a few billion. billion, that's what I am. And he's no not billion. the GOAT. You, you got to stop goat. with that. He, he's lost six finals. GOATs don't lose six finals. GOAT. That's okay. What the, about the, the, the other guy won six finals without a blemish. What, what about them 42, 44,000 points he's going to end up with? Okay. So here's the point. This team is 15 and 21. It's tied for 12th in the West. Tied for 12th? That's impossible. You you it's two and a half games out of the play Skip, I ask you not to do this. Okay. I, I ask I'm, you I'm, to talk about his performance. Okay. All right. So I'll talk about his performance. So here's what actually happened in this game. Clint Capella's got a calf strain, so he couldn't go. So all of a sudden, Atlanta is a small team to start with. And if you take Clint Capella out, Guess who the biggest player on the floor was? It was LeBron freaking James. At 6'9", what do we give him? He looks svelte right now to me. 250 maybe? He looks good. Okay, he looks very good. But John Collins cannot guard him because John Collins is the same height and weighs probably 15, 20 pounds yeah. lighter. And Okongwu is the same height and weighs at least 10 or 15 pounds fewer than LeBron Skip, does. It didn't matter. Okay, it did matter because... They could not keep him from the bucket. At will, he could drive on, but he fouled out John Collins mid-fourth quarter because sure you can't. You, what about the threes? Okay. What okay. about the threes? Okay. Well, that's rare because he came into the game third from the bottom in the NBA. We ain't third from the bottom right okay. now. Well, you're close. I, I didn't look it up, but you, you might be fourth from the bottom, okay, because you're still under 30% for the year, which is all-time pathetic. But I wasn't going to bring it up until you did. He, he gets the rare hot hand, and he made four out of six, and it was beautiful to watch because he made three in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. 
He actually closed the game. It never got close, but he closed yeah, the no, game. Yeah, no, 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 don't do that. No, don't do that. No, you thought DeJounte Murray hit a three and put him up no, one. No, don't no. do that, Skip Bayless. Yes, they yes. That didn't put him up yes, one. Yes, it did. They took the lead. Atlanta took the lead. And LeBron said, I will not. Oh, you mean early in the fourth yeah, it quarter? It went the fourth quarter. You okay, keep talking well, about early, late, okay, mid, well, it I'm just matter. saying, down the stretch, it never got close because they just took it over. And he had help. He had a bunch of teammates who went along for the ride, inspired by oh, him. Oh, Tom, TB was tremendous. Okay. Russ came in, he gave us he 14 was. and 11. Okay. Uh, uh, Juan, uh, Toscano Anderson mm-hmm. he did was a great really job. really good. Yeah, doing a great job on defense. Yeah. But it, you know who it was, though, Skip. Oh, Sherman. The, la- the last man to come through Atlanta and do what he did was General Sherman. Really? Yes! So he burned it to the ground. Yes! <laughs> okay. So I love what Darvin Ham said after the game because his quote was, the dude, meaning LeBron, the dude is nothing short of phenomenal, amazing, but it's something I expect. Like, it doesn't blow me away. It's just something I expect from him. Ditto. Hello. Ditto. Thank you, Darvin Ham. That's true. I need to see a little more of this because there are too many nights I see none of this. So you need to see more than 28 and a half, 8 and 7 in year 20. So, in other words, what you should have seen, we should see more of what Tom Brady did yesterday for the entire season. Am I correct? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, okay. But then. Tom Brady's team won the division, and this team is still what? in danger of not even making the play-in tournament. Just imagine. Just imagine if LeBron James' team can finish 13 games under 500 and win a division. Because that's the equivalent. I mean, mm-hmm. come on, Skip Bayless. You make it see. That's a bull-job division that Tom Brady's playing mm-hmm. in. Now, I'm not going to minimize what he did yesterday. And for you to bring up Clint Capella and for you to Clint talk Capella, about... Clint Capella, they didn't have a shot blocker. He's all they got. And LeBron Do you remember has, what LeBron did to him Le- in Le- Houston? Okay, I got it. But LeBron has complained consistently about we're too little, we're too, we, we're, we're too, uh, we don't have length, right? Well, it doesn't matter against Atlanta because Atlanta's littler than you are, especially if you take Clint Capella out. So here's what I don't want to hear from LeBron anymore. He basically gave a concession speech after Miami. We ain't got no concession they, speech. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. It was a I give up speech. No, I don't it, have enough help. Is it job? I, I, I got winnings in my DNA, whoa. and I just can't whoa, win Whoa, here. whoa, 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 time out. Uh, Every time I turn around, you're talking about Gronk. Come back and save mm-hmm. him. Was that a concession speech? Well, he doesn't have A.B., no. and he don't have Ryan Jensen, no, he and is. he doesn't have this Okay, one. but Tom didn't concede it. You. I conceded it. No. Okay, and by the way, you said Gronk wasn't coming back. He did, reportedly, he called in early November saying, I want to come back. And they could not come to terms. And I don't know well, why. he didn't want to come back. Uh, well, <laughs> he didn't want to come back. You could be right about that. But I think he wanted more than veterans minimum. I don't even know. What, what's the veterans minimum? Now? Like a million dollars? Like a million. He probably said, give me five million. They said, we don't have it. No, you're like, pro-rate 10 million. Yeah, maybe. And I'll come back. But Skip, last five games, he get 47, 10, and 9. Mm-hmm. He goes 27, 9, and 6. Okay. 28, 7, 28, 28.7 rebounds, 5 assists. 38, 6, and 5, 34. So you make it seem like the man, all of a sudden, this came out of nowhere. Like, this is like, oh, my goodness. Where did this come from? You've been seeing this. I haven't seen that. You've been seeing it. I he, haven't seen him make he, four he, out of six threes because I've been seeing a lot of 0 for 7. He called it. Uh, Dennis Schroeder said he, he said he's going to get 40. Yeah, because he, he said Capella's out. I'm, I can get No, that. what he said was that I've been getting these high 30s and uh, we ain't winning. Yeah. Well, let me go up a couple of uh, points okay. and go to 40. Bingo. 
He's had plenty of time to get rested and get right for at Michael Jordan. And he loves to play at Jordan. Yeah, at Charlotte, right. right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go light it up because fortunately for LeBron, Jordan can't play for Charlotte. Because if Jordan could if play could, for we Charlotte, put, we put 40 on him. You, you would not, not, not the guy in his prime. If you could turn back the clock and get that Jordan, he would terrorize this guy. No. But, but the point is, now it's time to right the wrong of last, what was it, Friday, a week ago, Friday yeah. night, Charlotte at the Crypt. You had the ball in your hands and you blew a shoe at the, you threw well, you a shoe at the, yeah, okay. And you, then you, you, I'm going to have to you, make my presence felt. Okay. You, my aunt needs me. You, you need to win this game against that team because they're not that good. They, they got whole again. They got healthy again. They yeah. got their stars back. But you should go win this game at Charlotte to creep up are, are you gonna tell me, 16 and 21. Are, are you going to tell me that I'm going to get TB to come along and Pat Bev and mm-hmm. all these guys, they're going to come along with me? Well, what if I do? you take them along, yeah. we need to see a Fitty piece. Here we go. I'm, I, you know, I'm going to have to make my presence felt. Okay. How? What, what game? Did, I'm going to go see a game. I can't tell him. It's well, going to be a surprise. Okay. Well, it's not going to be tonight. It's going to be so Wednesday. have to go without you tonight. Wednesday Friday. Okay. This, go, yeah. Miami. Is Miami or Atlanta. Yeah. Well, go to Atlanta because he got that. Don't worry about where I'm going. Yeah. That's what I'm just saying. Yeah. My nephew goes to do big things. Really? Yes. Okay. He'll do it just for you. Right? <laughs> Maybe you'll hate him. You need you to start him. going every single I game. I can't go to every game. That's your new job. Lakers starting out the new year, sitting at 13th in the Western Conference, gentlemen. A win would go a long way to start things off on the right My foot. My all-star game, we'd be right. in like five spots. Did Kayvon Thibodeau go too far, gentlemen, oh with goodness. that sack celebration? We've got to get into this on the other side of this break. Giants rookie Kayvon Thibodeau sacked Nick Foles yesterday and celebrated by some pretty gnarly snow angels immediately after the game. Problem was, Foles was hurt. Thibodeau says he didn't realize Foles was in pain and hurt with a rib injury as he celebrated right next to the quarterback. He did do the sleep motion as well on the sideline. Shannon, did you have a problem with this? Yeah. Skip, okay, let's just say for the sake of argument, he didn't know he was. Skip, while he's doing the snow angel, his hand is hitting Nick Foles, who has not moved since he sacked him. Okay, Skip, I'm going to say, you know what, that's an experience. He didn't know the man was hurt. He gets to the sideline, and he does to Steph Curry after Nick Foles is still laying on the field, has not been moved yet. Mm. Okay, so he doubled down once he got to the sideline. He triples down with a voiceover from a podcast by Patrice O'Neal talking about this. Tipper, really, bruh? I get it. You this know, is from a stand-up routine, yes, right? Yes, yeah, but he's doing yeah. a voiceover talk. Yeah. Probably knock somebody out of the game. I'm yeah. paraphrasing here, Skip. Yeah. Really, bro? Mm. I get it. Your excitement, excitement, your top your top draft pick. Yep. You're starting to show why they took you, selected you so high. Yes. You're starting to make your presence felt. I get all of that. Mm. I get the excitement, the exuberance. But there's just certain things you can't do. Mm-hmm. You can't celebrate. And okay, I'm gonna skip, I'm gonna chalk it up and say he really didn't know. The guy was injured at the time that he started doing the snow angels, mm-hmm. even though as he's doing it, his hands are hitting the guy laying next to him. <laughs> I'm gonna chalk that one up. But when he takes his butt to the sideline. And the guy is still laying on the field, and you do this. Do you still not know? Mm. Everybody, the crowd is a hush. They probably got it up on the jumbotron. Okay, you drive home. Skip the game's over. You drive home. You get home, and you post this. Do you still not know? We got to ask about it after the game. Obviously, did you know that Nick Foles was hurt? So then, 
after being asked about it, where it was brought to, to his, his attention. attention. Yes. yes. So he knew. Yes. And he tripled down. Mm-hmm. He doubled down on the sideline. He tripled down once he gets home and retweets the voiceover. With laughing, crying emojis, right? That's NFL, okay. bro. At the end of the day, Skip, you look, we're all out here trying to make a living. Yeah. And we play a violent, violent game. It's it a collision is. sport. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you don't celebrate an injury. You really don't. If I make a play, Skip, I make a play. But if somebody gets injured in the process of that, I'm not celebrating it. And I just don't get his mindset. And what, what, and instead of like, hey, you know what, I apologize. I didn't know the seriousness of the injury. Mm. But once you get to the sideline and you see the guy still laying, what, what do you think he's doing? You think he, he wants to lay there? This, this, was, this, was, this was a classless move mm. by this young man. Hopefully, hopefully he learned. They pull him into the office. They talk to him. And this, nothing like this ever happens again. Yep. What's ironic about this is I have covered your game so much longer than you played. Mm-hmm. And back in the day-day, I'm talking about back in the 70s, I did so many stories with so many players, m- many of them on the Oakland Raiders, right. who, who had this same attitude. Oh, yeah, you, you, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. In the 70s, baby, you celebrated. You yeah. celebrated you knocking celebrated. somebody out of the game. You, 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 you absolutely did. did, yes. And maybe early in your career, I don't know, maybe there are times – Throughout your career. Oh, they, was, they would definitely, if they knocked you, they would definitely stand over you and say, hey. Listen, those Ravens you played for, they had some <laughs> of that going on. But the great thing about your sport is there's been an awakening about player safety right. that there never was before. Right. And it has affected you post-career probably more than it did while you were playing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I got two. I got two. I got two hips yeah, that, right. that I wasn't born with. Right. Okay. So the point is. That th- this was as old school as you could get. Well, I grew up on this, so so it didn't knock me over, right. and and it didn't offend me quite like it offended you because back in the day, the enforcers wanted to be that they wanted to have an enforcer reputation. Right. Like I'm coming for you, and I'm going to put you to sleep. Like that was part of their it, their whole um, their aura. Yeah, know, it, was, their it, was about intimida- it was about intimidation. Yes, it was intimidation. But Skip, as, as the game has progressed, I've had to change my way of thinking. You have. Because you're absolutely right. Yep. Yes, it was about intimidation. Yep. Because I want you to know that pass that you caught in the first quarter, you feel these footsteps, you hear the, you, you hear me coming, and all of a sudden the third or fourth quarter in a meaningful moment, you're not going to make that catch. Yeah. Or you're not going to make that throw. But times have changed. Yep. So therefore, no, I, our I thinking has, has to but, evolve but, with but, that. But the old school thought would be, okay, I don't even know if he's going to play again. Philadelphia because he right. doesn't need to play. But if he does and Jalen tries to come back with his banged up shoulder, right. he, he wants to send a message to Jalen, I'm coming for you and right. I'm, I'm going to get, I'll hit that shoulder. Right. I, if you give me a shot at it, I'm going to hit you right. right on the shoulder and it's not going to feel good. Right. Okay. So that's part of this package that in today's NFL world is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah, it's different yeah. now. Skip, because they, they, they get you for taunting now. I know. You know, you, you can't look. You. If I make a play, I can't look at the opposing nope, team bench cannot. while I'm standing there. You, you cannot. So you, I think he's probably going to get a fine. Yep, I would agree. I, I would think a sizable fine. Yeah, I think he's yeah. going to get a fine. And I think the Giants will talk to him as an organization the, and say, son, we appreciate, we love the effort. Hey, don't, hey, don't, don't dial the effort. Do not dial that back. You know what? I'll say this about the Giants. That is as class an organization as there is in this league and has been for years. Okay. 
I'm sure that conversation is coming today. And, guys, we should point out, Thibodeau did say post-game that he hopes Foles is all right and gets better soon. But then you tweet- All right, what did the Steelers <laughs> win over the Ravens? Tell us about the AFC, guys. This has been uh, such an interesting conference. Uh, That's coming up next right here on Undisputed. Crazy, isn't it? All right, so was that Steelers game. Pittsburgh keeping their playoff hopes alive. They got a 16-13 win over the Ravens last night, who, by the way, still without Lamar Jackson. Shannon, what was your biggest takeaway from this game? The Ravens defense gave up another double-digit lead. Skip, this is the fourth time this season they've lost the game by giving up a game-winning touchdown in the final two minutes. Mm. Now, you can talk about Greg Roman all you want to, but Greg Roman and the offense are getting you 17, 10, 14-point leads, mm. and somehow your defense is finding a way to collapse at the end of the ball game. Yep. This was a very winnable game, even without Lamar Jackson, and the defense let them down again. My biggest takeaway, Pittsburgh does have a quarterback because that's back-to-back weeks where he's brought them back yep. and they got the field goal in in the late touchdown drive. Yep. Baltimore does not have a quarterback because that kid is pretty good, but he ain't Lamar, no. and you, you've got to figure this out. Yeah. Well, that, well, the question is, so will you want this? Or do you want to give, give Lamar what he's asking for so you don't have the – but if I'm like Lamar, I'm not stepping on that field scale. I don't care what happens. I am not well, playing the game. Apparently he's not. Starting 2023 off strong, gentlemen. Great show today. We'll be back tomorrow. 